Wait a minute. What is this? I don't know what it is, but it's moving. And now, a Republican's Guide to the George Rodriguez Show. Hello, my fellow Republicans. If you're part of the obedient flock as I am, I'm sure you can understand how frustrating it is to hear things you don't like on the George Rodriguez Show, but just can't stop listening. Oh, sure, there's those clear channel rush wannabe hacks. But let's face it, the baby Jesus gives us a, well, you know... So pray along with me now, my fellow Republican followers of the Brown Ring, in the name of the Father and His Son, and that's it. Oh, heavenly bush, as I raise my legs in naked splendor, guide me to insert glass marbles of my ass. I like the blue cats I want. This one here's pretty. Give me strength, Lord Bush, to bend over and point my ass at the radio and shoot them towards the George Rodriguez show. God bless you, baby Jesus. Can't have these goggles. Oh, God bless Bush. You go to hell and you die. And I totally wasn't ready for this today. Not that I wasn't here early enough anyway, because school's back. So I got here like 7.30, lots of time. And I was just chilling, watching the, uh, you know, watching Fox Light, a.k.a. CNN. Get to that in a second. Noticing the schedule with my name on it. And then like 8 o'clock rolls around, and usually at 1 till 8. That's when the audio starts from, uh, from Toronto. Neil pops on the board, pops on the TV, just so that we know down here that he's up there. Alive and kicking and all that, and there was nothing, no audio. So I started scratching my head, looking at that schedule again. I guess it's not a mistake. Here I am. Good God. The good news is it's only a three-hour show today. We got the Capital One Bowl? Question mark? Well, I'm asking you. I can read it right here. We have the Capital One Bowl. Yeah, Might as well say that like, uh, like it's a certainty. It's right there in ink. Right. We have the Capital One Bowl, Wisconsin versus Auburn. Today at 1 o'clock. Thank God for that. Too bad it's not, you know, at 11 o'clock or 10.30 would be really nice. I feverishly wrote some stuff down, stuff that I would have wanted to talk about anyway, if I even if I had known, but I didn't. So it's a good thing I retained some memory from over the weekend. Speaking of that, like I hadn't checked my email or anything, and I don't know how old these deaths are. Well, I guess I could look on the store. We have a couple of deaths before we get into the poll, the new one and the old one. The new one is what do you want to be famous for? Go there, vote, read some stories. Read the one about rentanegro.com. 
because uh, oh, we're not going to have her on. I just already got an email response back. Oh, ain't, already? Ain't nobody there till Tuesday, and that's too late. So we were uh, going to give her a segment, the uh, the chick who started sure. the website. The story is on there on neilrogers.com, one of them. The story is called, if you're, if you're looking for it, I'm getting all ahead of myself here. How to Sell a Stereotype is the name of the story, and it's all about this website started by this chick, Damali Ayo. Yeah. Um, I owe and that's too bad. Yeah. I owe her some money if I ask her any questions. Uh, is Red, that right? She's got a price list right there. We'll get into that. Don't go making me get ahead of myself now. I'm sorry. All right. And don't forget, you got a lot of stuff to remind me about, like worthless Roman trivia about the, uh, the TV show Rome, that is to say. Ah, uh, yes. Um, if you're not watching it, you should be. If you don't have HBO, find somebody who does. Go over there, take offerings, you know, take a bag of paraphernalia of goodies, some beer, and, and ask them nicely to watch Rome with you, or you can wait until it gets released on DVD. Oh, I almost forgot to print it up. I sent it to you. Remember the caller uh, that called last week about what Sony was doing with their CDs and the software? You put it in your computer and it installs the software yes. and, and all that. They got sued. Did they? Yeah. I like it. And they lost. And they, well, they settled. Let's stop. Regroup, Big difference. Back up. Yep. They settled. They admitted we were bad to do that. Well, the, the software that installs itself on your computer doesn't just limit how many copies you can make of that particular thing. It also interferes with a whole bunch of other stuff, up to and including making your computer susceptible to viruses and spyware. I mean, just on principle, when you buy a CD, see, there are people, I know you're, you're just going to floor yourself, you're just going to knock yourself backwards when you hear me say this. There are people that use their computers to listen to CDs and have no intention of copying it. Or they have the sole intention of putting it into their computer so that they can then put it into their portable listening device, iPod, or other portable player of choice. And that's all. There are people, those people exist. I've, I've seen them. I've met a few. Mm-hmm. They don't want to copy. They don't want to burn CDs for anyone else or, or themselves. They just want to put it in their pod, for example. Right? Those people shouldn't have to pay the wicked price for the fact that some people <clears throat> make copies of songs for their friends. So they got sued, and it was settled. The people that were that bought the CDs that are entitled to replacement CDs or replacement downloads or money or combinations of the above. How do you like that? From I'd Sony. like the combinations. Yeah, yeah. You get you get a download of your CD in like seven fifty or something like that. The story's on there on neilrogers.com. Go there, vote on the poll. Uh, what do you wish other people? Uh, what? Sorry, that's yesterday's poll. Yes, I just looked down and totally derailed myself. What do you wish other people's New Year's resolution would be? That was the previous poll, but I started to talk about who died. A couple people. You're familiar with them, even though not by name. You saw Old School? Of course. The old guy with the mustache. Blue. blue. You're my boy, Blue. Dead. Really? He's blue now. Patrick, uh, Patrick Cranshaw. Everybody knows him. The man's been in, in movies. He was 86, by the way. But he's been in movies for over 50 years doing different character actor jobs. Uh, he was on the Dukes of Hazard. He was in uh, Herbie, Fully Loaded, Bonnie and Clyde, Hudsucker Proxy, Mork and Mindy, uh, everything. Yeah, and he was blue. And, and also somebody else you're really, really familiar with here. All I have to do is hold up his picture. That guy there. Nobody knows his name, but that oh, guy, the goofy-faced guy. Yeah. He's been in a million movies. As a matter of fact, it says here um, in over 150 movies, Vincent Chiavelli. 
I only recently learned his name after seeing him since I was a little kid in various things. He was the other ghost in Ghost. Remember Ghost? I as do. Pukey as it was, but mm-hmm. he, he was all right. He was the ghost that taught Patrick Swayze how to be a ghost. See, I would have forgot that. Ghost lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and other things. He's the droopy face guy. Good guy. He's in Ferris Bueller. He was in there somewhere. Was he? It says so right here. People versus Larry Flint, Amadeus, Fast Times at Richmond High. Uh, all over the place. Vincent Trevelli, the droopy face guy. He was, uh, does it say here? 57. Not quite old enough. Not too bad. So let's take care of some business over here. We, got the, we can add some things to this poll, possibly. I, don't, I didn't leave too much room. I mean, I didn't put astronaut on there. If you want me to put, like, astronaut or being famous for space travel, we could do that. The uh, what do you want to be famous for poll. But first, here's the one from over the weekend. 1,691 votes. What do you wish other people's New Year's resolution would be? Shut the F up. 321. Not surprised. Not at all. And that's a good one. I'll take that. From yeah, the people so in my life. Yeah. Uh, keep your religion to yourself. 262. Learn English. 203. All of those in the top three sound great. And by the way, to learn English, once again, that goes for Alias. All right? Whether you were born here or not, whether you think you have a problem or not, guess what? You do. All I right? think you Cubans. N- not just you Spicks, not just you people from other countries, not just you foreigners. All right? But you people that don't have an excuse. All right? That's twice as embarrassing. You were born here. This is the only language that you know and you still can't speak it right. And then you're pointing your finger at other people. Come on. Learn how to drive. Oh, please. That's what I voted. 182. Actually act like a Christian. 131. Stop spying on people without a warrant. 130. Got more on that. Get off the cell phone. 119. Quit smoking. 96. Leave other people alone. 94. Go back to New York. 64. Lose weight. 44. Stop uh, gouging your customers. FPL. 19. Get a job. 16. Take more showers. 7. And sell some spots. Only three people voted that. So I'm thinking, what? You got our sales manager? Maybe Powers sales manager, whoever that is right now. John Jarris. John Jarris. Well, they have, and uh, I don't, because there's John Jarris and then Maddie is in there. Some I don't, I don't know exactly who. Maybe it's like a duo of sales managers. I, I don't know. They, they play uh, nice manager, not nice manager. Guess which one's the nice one. Uh, so that's it. And then right now on the poll, and I'm looking for that story about the 17-year-old that got shot. Did you see that on the news here locally? New Year's party? Oh, the New Year's party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The 49-year-old guy. Always presents an opportunity for me to lecture my teen about the dangers of New Year's parties or, and, and guns. Well, there were no guns at mine. Weren't there? No. Well, well, we'll get to that, too. 112 votes already, and I started this thing at 920. What would you want to be fam- uh, famous for? Get this. The I don't want to be famous, not only is it in the lead, but big time. Now, I knew that it would do well. I didn't think it would be so lopsided. Do you have it there? Are you watching it? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I don't want to be famous, 37. The next one down, adult entertainment, 13. Then music uh, with 10. I hate this poll, 9. Sports, 9. Medicine, 7. Writing, 6. Acting, 5. Science and activism, each have 4. Being a rich socialite, 3. Comedy, 2. Broadcasting, 2. And politics, 1. I don't want to be famous, so I agree with that. I mean, I voted for broadcasting. Why not? And for a penny, in for a pound, right? I mean, I'd rather, uh, see, it's all a means to an end. I don't want to be famous if I can't get money from it. There are people that are famous and don't have any money. That's, that's a nightmare. Yeah, that's right hurt there. I mean, I would rather just have the money. It's an easy, if you ask me, what would you rather be, rich or famous? That's rich, easy. No problem. I would rather be 
rich and not famous than rich and famous. I agree. I would rather be an anonymous rich person, and they're out there. Now, there are rich people that don't want to be anonymous. They like to flaunt their wealth, Donald Trump, and he's on there. Uh, being a rich socialite for Paris Hilton, since you, uh, you mentioned that. Like, what, what's she famous for? Yeah, she's done a movie that you saw, and I'll, and I'll see it. She did cut a record. She did. Remember that? Don't you remember? Ah, yeah, it kind of just came and went. This phone's ringing. It's definitely not that lady, because you already got an email. The phone is ringing, and I got no dots. Oh. Here we go again with that. So we'll be regrouping. Is it the hotline that's ringing? No, it's just the phone in here. All right. No, it's not that lady, because I gave her the inside line. That's uh, what I figured. Uh, Damali. Damali Ayo. She will not be calling us from rentanegro.com, but we can still talk about it. I mean, I did tell her in the email. We're going to be talking about this. I'm a little curious. You, uh, use, I'll, I got her. I printed up the, uh, the story, and I printed up the price list, and this might be an inspiration for a lot of people. This is such a multicultural town, you know? Is that right? Yeah, I'm not qualified. I, I initially thought, hey, I could start renting myself out. You know, rent a spic, rent a Julio, rent a Latin. I, I'm a bad value. I've already experienced that. All of the people, like my, uh, my Anglo friends, I'm not spicky enough for them because, like, they'll ask me how to say something in Spanish, and I won't know. You know, or they'll ask me something about Cuba, and I won't know because, you know, I was four. I don't remember Shame jack about it. Yeah, so it's like I'm a very bad, bad Latin value. But some other people, like, hey, you could get, like, Miguel. For example, even people who were born here, you got to have an accent at the very least, right? Well, as long as you... Uh... And if you're doing an appearance, if you're going to a party, then by all means, you better put on like a guayabera. Oh, yeah. you uh, got to go you to Montreal. Dress up. Right. Exactly. Play it up. Make the accent all thick. Maybe like if you have a conga drum, wear it you know, on your back like Ricky Ricardo. Just think of all, all of the business opportunities for all of the different ethnicities down here. And you could be... You know, specific, like, for example, the price scale, I'm thinking, is going to be based on, on rarity in this town. So, like, if you're Japanese or, or Chinese or from some, like, from Uzbekistan or something, top dollar, right? And Uzbekistani. Because I got all kinds of questions. Like, first of all, am I saying that right? Would be question number one. Oh, look, now the light, now it lights up. Why is that? Let me let me do a test. Oh, now it works. I mean, it's going to be crank. I don't. I didn't reset anything. QAM, hello. Can you see me on New Year's Eve? This is Dick Clark, dude. How you doing? What 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 what? what? Happy New Year for Happy Dick New Clark. Year. Yeah. I didn't know if my voice is that many. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, thank you, Dick. Ten fourteen on five sixty WQAM. Of no place to hide.
102560QAM. I was just thinking about that Dick Clark uh, call that we got and, uh, and how cruel and insensitive it is and how much I enjoyed it. Uh, no, because people are going to say, oh, you're cruel and insensitive and this and that, but, like, this whole celebrity thing, like, did Dick Clark ever do anything for you, Josh? Um, he didn't do anything for me. I, I, will say, I have nothing against Dick I have Clark, nothing against but he's him. just there. He's just some dude who did what most people do, and that is take care of their own self. Right? So it's not like I owe him anything. No. You know, and he turned out to be a bastard with the, the child labor and, and all that stuff, uh, you know, all that exploitive crap that a lot of these people get into, like Kathy Lee and everything. I just don't feel like automatically because somebody's famous and re- really successful at whatever their, their craft or their trade is that, like, I owe them something, like special sensitivity or anything like that. So good luck to you, Dick. You know, no hard feelings or anything like that. You know, stroke, stroke, stroke away. Does that make me a, a bastard or something like that? Yeah, well, you, you know, I'm a bastard. Well, you know, there was no call for that, for that appearance. What what kind of a emotional response were they hoping to get there? Oh, you know what I mean? He's Anything back. that they do on TV, they're not doing it for anybody but themselves. Right, these networks that program crap—they're not doing anything for anyone except for themselves, their ratings, etc. So they stuck him up there, hoping to elicit some kind of a positive response. And I don't feel like playing along with that. You want to get a positive response from me? Put on a good product. That's all. Don't try to pull my freaking heartstrings. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. Hey, happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Hey, listen, I want to expand on that point you were talking about the big clock. If you have any money and you fight and you do whatever you have to do to get money, it's understandable. But when you see a man like that that's got money mm-hmm. and he's still taking advantage of people who don't. That's it. Because when I saw that thing, I, I, I don't care about the Clark. I never knew. I, I'm not a new yeah, He was the guy know. on Bandstand. I had no, uh, you know, no feelings one way or another for him. Was, you know, he was, he was good at what he did, but that doesn't mean that I have to like him personally. Yeah, I didn't even care about about that because I didn't even watch him there. But but the thing, the point is that when when you have money, mm-hmm. I, I can understand if me, you, Josh, you know, we we do stuff whatever to to get ahead, uh, you know, in front like, of somebody. Like, keep keep uh, you know keep ahead of the creditors, pay my bills so that I don't become a deadbeat, uh, feed my family, that it, stuff. Exactly, but if you already made it and you still exploit somebody who's trying to make it, that is, I mean, that's I think that's the worst. Right. Another uh, point. Like Sharon Another Osbourne point. charging those bands to play on the second stage. Actually, yeah, increasing what they were charging. Apparently, they were charging the whole time, and we didn't even know. Yeah, they, they, that, that's bad. And and, and, yeah, go ahead. I, I want to ask you. I'm sorry to interrupt. Don't, don't. Just keep I just going, started, man. I never started. I never watched The Sopranos until all the seasons finished. I started watching the reruns. That mm-hmm. is... That show is the bomb. It's it's great, and but like brace yourself for a letdown because they don't maintain the quality, and and it's it's it just makes me want to cry because at some point, and I don't know what happened, the writer strike or something else. It's like somebody pulled the rug out of the quality. It, I don't it, it know becomes why. stupid. Like the the second to last and the last seasons were were horrendous. I, right? I, I just I mean I haven't watched any other season other than the, I think the last one that they're rerunning. How many seasons were there? Like. Five? Five, right? Yeah. I was, I'm well, the, the first season. three are, are, are freaking, like, golden, like platinum, all right? Every every minute of the show, it were, were they were yeah, great. I, I, and then, I that's it. I'm, I'm watching the season when, uh, when uh, I think Junior, his, his uncle takes over. Yeah. I don't know what season that is. I don't know. But, 
but that I mean, you, you're watching the show and you're like, come on, give me more because you, you, oh, so we watched the I'm whole like, first season like over the course of a weekend. Boca Bryan had taped them all, and I was one of these people. I was like, ah, you know, it's soap opera about the mafia. And from the first one, we watched it, and when we were done with the tapes, it was like it was like a, a crackhead running out of crack. We wanted more right away, and, and I, it wasn't I, there. I, I, did, I wouldn't watch it because I said, you know, I've seen The Godfather. What else? Can yeah, exactly. Do? No, yeah. it's different. It's a, t- a totally different product. Hey, what's the deal with Gandolfini? Uh, he doesn't want to do it or something? No, it wasn't. It wasn't with him. Well, I mean, he he got a giant ego behind yeah. that whole thing. The success of it just completely went to his head. But it wasn't him. It was the uh, the creators and the writers and the, I guess the director that decided to uh, to give up or or they changed the staff. I don't know what happened. Sorry, All right, man. man. Happy New Year, bro. Happy New. Year. Hey, by the way, uh, yeah. your your accent is thick enough. You could do the uh, the Rent a Julio thing. Are you uh, are you a little bit brown? Are you a, 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 no, a shade darker? Listen, listen to this. I'm a white Dominican. Oh, okay. No, I've seen those. Yeah. All right. Well, very few. we'll keep working on it then, because I mean, you know, don't tell the gringos this, but you know, Spicks come in all shades and colors and ethnicities and Chinese and black and white and every and you know, don't leave out the mixed breeds because that's the majority. Well, actually, the majority in America are the Indians because the the Mexicans are ethnically Indian. But don't tell the gringos that you're a, a spick, you're brown. So it doesn't, it's not going to like be any value in bringing a white spick to the party. No, I people got to know just on sight, you, right? Alone, you gotta, you gotta be like at least the medium brown with the little mustache, right? Little skinny mustache, mm-hmm. a lot of dippity do in your hair, a lot of pomade, a lot of you know greasy kid stuff, brill cream, whatever, all slickedied back. You know, put up a picture of Ricky Ricardo and try to model yourself after that with, like, a little mustache. you got to wear the baggies, baggy pants, a guayabara. Unless, of course, you're not a Cuban, then you got to wear some other kind of... I don't know what the other Spicks wear. You know what I mean? Like, do they have a, a uniform? They'll have to let off? us know. We got... Look, we got this hat over here, Josh. The straw cane cutter hat that's been in the studio for wow. a while. Now, do you think that if I put that on with a guayabara and a skinny mustache, what do you think? If you brushed up on your Spanish, man. Nah, see... You know, I do a lot of accents, but I, that's the worst one for me. It's, it must be psychological. I just can't. Like, I can fake it, but it sounds bad, all right? Like, people people like, that have never heard people speak with a Spanish accent do a better job pretending to have a Spanish accent than I do. Like, like Marlene's. Like Mar- Marlene's. Marlene's. I actually have to work on it. I have to practice it. You know, the other one's e- easy. German, you know, we have this. Just instead of W, say V. That's easy, right? You know, right. French, just talk through your nose. Ha, ha, ha. What's going to say? But Spanish, it's like, I don't know, it must be a mental block. It must be because of uh, the effort that I made to stop talking like that. Actually, there wasn't any. I just picked up the drawl. It's funny, man, how a southern drawl will totally purge any other kind of accent from your system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like bleach. 1027 on all white radio, 560. Wait a minute. What? W-Q. Time-killing A.M. A thing up and dig the deep into a nostril oh, yeah. for something green. Oh, she's a nose picker. She's digging down. Don't flick it at me. Uh, her fingers long. Now I understand she's a nose picker. It's big and deep. But can't see the end of her finger. Now I understand she's a nose picker. Girl, you know it's I'm gonna hear girl, you know it's I'm gonna hear you 
Oh, come on, keep it going. What if I uh, just edit that so that it keeps going and just loops all over again? All right, I'm that's thinking of like... That's Kanye, right? The one. Yeah, it's Kanye. George Bush doesn't care about black people. So is that. And we're not about to argue with you, Kanye. Now, there you go. If Kanye put himself up for the uh, the Renan Negro program, we'll get into that in, in depth later on. That's just uh, too good to uh, to sell short. Rendonegro.com. Go there yourself. There's hyphens. And I don't know if they have, like, a staff or it's, if it's just the one chick. If it's just Damali Ayo. Okay. She explains the whole thing and the story that we have posted on the website, how from the time she was a little girl, her white friends would be like, can I touch your hair? You know? You've seen that. I have. Right? Now, and see, I had all kinds of questions for it, too. Maybe we could get somebody... Uh, to give us some information for free. You think we have any people of color in the audience to give us some information for free? I think we do. Because I, I had some questions. Um, and, and she's got, like, a price list over here. Where is it? Well, that's what I'm interested in. in the, so in the here you go. List? Here's my question. All right. I just here had me it. a New Year's party. All right. So I want... I didn't have a black guy there. No. So I want to hire a token black right. guy to hang out. Because you don't want to look all prejudiced, like exactly. an all-white skinhead party. Yeah. What kind of... Yeah, that. no. So I want to get a black guy for the night... What's All it right. going to cost me? Uh, here we go. Let me see. Event rates right here. Corporate business rate, 350 per hour. Personal, private, individual rate, this is what you want, $200 per hour. Maybe if it's a party and they're, you're going to be providing food and booze, they could do like a half price. Do you know what I mean? Just like any... Like, Wait a minute. $200 like an hour? Like if you're a musician. Okay. They don't come cheap. I didn't... I, I know. You're going to sell these people cheap? But $200 an hour? I mean, you can go get a... Uh, uh, Listen, I know Escort you're in this building, like, for example, Troy, you could, like, if you sell you to Troy Stratford, just for example, and I'm only bringing him up because he's, like, the only one that I've seen today. I don't mean black. <laughs> I mean, period. <laughs> he's the only one that I've seen outside of you and the guys in the other room over there, the only other person I've seen in this building. It's a holiday today? That's right. That's Nobody told told us, all right, so let's just relax and <gasps> regroup, play lots of long bits. I thought that was what we were doing on Friday, is faking our way through Friday, and we did. I didn't. I wasn't ready to fake a fake another day today. So two hundred dollars per hour. But I'm sure that just like and Tommy, if he were here, he could answer this question. Like if you hire a band for a party and you say you can eat, you can hit the buffet and you get some drinks. I'm sure that the price is negotiable if you're sure. throwing something else in there like that. So Absolutely. nonprofit rate two hundred and seventy five per hour. I guess that like if you want them to speak at your church or something. But I'm just saying like that's. So just for a guy to come and hang out, it's right. $200 for here's, here's a, here, How about a drop-in appearance? Like the guy just shows up at the party, shakes some hands, $100 each for the appearance. Maybe you could get somebody for that price. All right? And uh, what is it? Informational high question volume at $100 per hour. Like if they're actually going to have to field some black questions, yeah, that's an extra $100 per hour. You can understand that. As opposed to hanging out and having a good time, they've got to ask you questions. Okay. Race-specific ethnic questions. Emergency slash short notice, 24-hour window, add $150 per hour. Now, they do have a package deal for $10,000 a year. I know that's a lot, but wait. Listen to what you get. 12 events, 15 calls, 10 appearances, and 3 consultations for the which, 10 grand. Which involves... Well, 12 events would be like... like no, 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 I want to know what a consultation is. consultation involved. is? Like you ask them, a, like, for example, the questions that I had on deck for Damali is for example, was about this whole African-American business. 
I have a problem with that particular title. It's not not so much that I have a problem with it as I, I know people who are black who have a problem with it, and it puts me in a dilemma because now I don't know what to say, and we're all we all want to say the right thing. But I I know black people too, as a matter of fact, that they don't identify with that term. So what do I say? We still need an all-inclusive term when we're talking about you people with the black skin and the kinky hair, and you know we're talking about y'all, not so much the continent. Do you know what I mean? I know what you Charlize mean. Charlize Theron is an African American. The Egyptians who live in America are African Americans, and and then the, and then conversely. My two uh, black friends uh, of the moment are both islanders. They don't, I, they don't use that term, and they don't ap- appreciate it. They don't apply that to themselves, African-American, though they are black. You understand? I understand. Like if you ask, for example, my, my longest-lasting black friend since high school, he's a Jamaican, and if you say, well, what do you describe yourself as? You know, he says his name. He's a smartass, of course. And it'll take you a while, and it's like, well, no, like, are you an African-American or what? He says, like, no, I'm... I'm a Jamaican. If you're going to go there, if you insist on labeling me as something, I'm a Jamaican. It's like, all right, but there are white Jamaicans and Chinese Jamaicans. I'm talking about your race, son. What do you want me to call your race? And then he says black. All right? How's that? Now, we know we know Steph over here. We do. He's from Trinidad. All right? He also doesn't apply that. So we're in a dilemma. We want to be PC, but... And I don't think they thought this through when they decided to start using that African-American thing. So here we are. I don't know. At, what? At, at. I say give out the numbers. Let's let's try to find out. Yeah, well, you know, they know the numbers. Well, okay, here you go. 5670560, Dave and Broward, Pound 560 is free if you have singular or Verizon wireless. 877-785-6345 is toll free everywhere else. Here are the additional services because I know that you wanted to know about this. Help, I need a black opinion, $75 per call. All right, 30-minute duration or email, 24-hour response. Touch her hair, $25 each time. Uh, They showed a picture of her. She's got the long dreads, so that's a value. All right? Like, for example, Troy, he couldn't charge that, but he could charge for this because he's uh, shaved-headed. Touch the skin, $35 each touch. All right? Compare your skin tone to hers, $50. You want to put your skin up against hers and... I, to what end? Do now, people do this, that? This really isn't a joke. You can go rentanegro.com hyphens, rent-a-negro.com. And that's what I printed all of It just of reads up. like a joke. I printed this up. They're deadly serious. They accept all major credit cards. Check or money order. I think PayPal, too. Tell her you look just like another black person, $100. You look just like Oprah, for example. That's $100. Um, call her sister or sista, girlfriend or girl, $150 each time. All Wait right. a minute. So if I say, what's up, sister? Ching. I, I owe her a 150 You owe, owe her 150 right there, right? Racking it in. Listen, listen, here you go. So you hire somebody this for $200. You're not necessarily going to pay him $200. If you call her, what's up, sister? I'm then sure you owe another she's one. got like, like a little PDA right there. Then she just keeps poking on oh. that thing, man. It's like... Now, I've got to ask her up front, like, if I shake your hand, which is a common greeting amongst my people, um, do I have to, does that count as a skin touch? Or if, oh, I, yeah. take, if I take you to a Cuban party, because Cubans are also very challenged this way, unless they happen to be black also, uh, if I take you to one of my family's parties, now, we kiss each other on the cheek there. Is everyone that you kiss considered a touch? 
and can I get a package deal? Like, I know it's $35 a skin touch, but we're talking about, like, 50 people you're going to have to kiss on the cheek. So can we work that out where it's, like, 500 bucks for all the kissing? What do you think? I, I don't know. I'm sure we can work this out. They sound like very reasonable people on the website. Is that right? Denali. Uh, here we go. Dance lessons for the rhythmically challenged, like my wife, 250 an hour. 250 an hour. Challenge racist family members add $500 per person. Well, that I'd, I'd like to see. That, that, that would be interesting. That's a value right there. Like, maybe they'll send like I would money out. Chip in for that, right? Racist guest at event add $500 per event per racist. Now, I would have to have a waiver on that because it's like, what if I don't know that your friend is racist? Because it doesn't always come up. The racist people don't just run around saying racist crap all the time. It usually takes a, a stimulant, a catalyst, like, yo, what's that Negro doing at the party? All of a sudden, 500 bucks. I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, can I just can I just ask the person to leave and not have to pay the 500? They've got a lot of questions, and it's too bad she's not going to be on the show. Um... Will you tell them I'm not a racist? Fifteen hundred per vouch. That's a valuable vouch right there. And if that's not enough to have them verbally vouch for you, to say, you know, you could bring your black friend to a party, for example, and they'll tell everyone you're not a racist. Okay? For five hundred. For fifteen hundred. Oh, sorry. Per vouch. You can get a certificate of association for a hundred dollars and eight by ten certificates stating your affiliation with a black person that you can put on your wall. How did you find this? Uh, it was one of the stories when I was looking for stories. It was one of the ones that came up. I think it was on BuzzFlash. Okay. And it was all about this this woman who started this website. Her name, let me get it right, Damali Ayo. And I, I printed it up. I'm not going to read the whole story. Go on there and read it yourself. Got this idea because she was, uh, I guess, tired of being presented as the token black friend for this person or that person or being invited to events where she started feeling like, she was only there because she was black. She was the token black person, and every time she went to an event or hung out with some people, the conversation that people wanted to have with her was always about blackness. Right? You can see that. I guess I could. I've watched it happen when um, when people obviously are, are new to the whole black person being around experience. You know what I'm saying? I do to a point. Like, there are people that have never had a black friend, ever. Okay. And so they ask questions the way that the, the questions that we got out of our system when we were little kids with our black friends. At least I don't know about you. Well, like, you know, does that wash off? You know, when you, when you go into the water, does, that, does the color bleed? And does it come back afterwards? You know, all those stupid questions that you ask. QAM, hello. Bipolar party. QAM, hello. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Goodbye. QAM, hello. Yeah, this is going to be great today. Hello. Click. Why, why did we even bother? That was your idea to give those numbers Sorry out. about that. I figured you, we might get a token black person. You wanted a person to call, and we can't get a real person to call. We can't get a human to call. Now, we could make a fortune, rent a crazy, rent a oh, nut. Oh, yeah. Think of the bountiful harvest that we could reap with this audience, right? Like, we'll call her up. Maybe we could be put on the same website. People can okay. call the same we company. Pimp. We'll just start a company. For all kinds, rent a bipolar, for example. You a, you're a bipolar bear. Rent a schizo. You could ask them all kinds of schizo questions, like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, do you know which way you're going to be? Things like that. 16 till 11 on all schizo radio, 560 QAM.
I love Hank. I'm having a gay affair with Hank. Until 11.560 WQAM, we have the Capital One Bowl at 1 o'clock. Not soon enough, if you ask me, Wisconsin and Auburn. Jim Mandich after the game. We have Hurricanes warm up at 7 o'clock. The Sacred Heart Pioneers and the Hurricanes at the Hurricanes right here. Is that what uh, sport do That's we have? Basketball. Here? Basketball. Ooh. Can I uh, rent a Negro to go to the game with me? There'll be plenty there. Uh, no, I know, but I don't want to be there without one. You know, oh, wanna, okay, okay. Like, I don't want people pointing at me and, you know, what if somebody should flip me some crap? I want to be there by association. Your first question is, is how many, How come so many uh, So many of you are way better at basketball? Well, we know that. Yes, we do. Was it uh, Jimmy the Greek that explained it to us? It was about all that selective breeding that the uh, that the slave owners did. It was one of those guys. One of those sports guys said that. Somebody will call up. This is a sports crowd. Somebody will call up and tell us who it was that said that. Oh, oh, uh, maybe it was Dave Halberstam. Okay. Our friend Dave Halberstam. Do I know who that is? Uh, he used to be the announcer over here for the uh, the basketball announcing. Here, I'll, I'll remind you. We have audio, audio aids. Hardaway left wing. Oh. Marley, three point. He did it. Oh! oh, he hit it. Yeah. Oh, he hit it. Oh, he hit it. I don't mean that was a three. I mean that was from the moon, from the moon, from his restaurant about three blocks from here. I think he made a comment about uh, what kind of a basketball team Thomas Jefferson could field if he could. Oh, yeah? I, th- I think to do penance, he had to make himself available as a rented Jew to go to black parties as the token Jew uh, that black people can bring to parties, sort of to, to make amends for that whole thing. So are you ready for this worthless trivia about Rome? I, yeah, I'm ready. It's worthless, but for those of you who are lucky enough to be watching this series, and it's great, and it's even just as good, if not better, the second time through, I'm picking up stuff that I missed because it's so tight that way. It's chock full of nuts. Now, is this? Can I say something? Say something. Is this so all going to be? And take your time saying it. Is this all going to be stuff that I missed my first time like that? The first thing you asked. No, me the this first morning? thing. No, no. Well, first of all, I can't even talk about that on the air because it has to do. I know with body parts. But is it going to be little, all little things that I I could have missed easily? Cut, no, no. Okay. This is stuff like that you all didn't right. know because I know that. 
a question that I had and a lot of people that watch the show had, because obviously um, Titus and, and Lucius, Titus Polo and Lucius Varinas yes. are the stars of the show. Is there any doubt? I agree. Everything that's going on is what's going on through their eyes and the adventures of them. And we're all thinking now, did these guys really have anything to do with anything or what? Did they just pull these two characters out of their asses? Is that not a question that crossed your head? Of course it is. <clears throat> well, here's the answer. I'm ready. They did exist. Okay. How do you like that? I like it a lot. So far, and let me tell you, because this is off of uh, Wikipedia. The daughter was doing some research and found this, and I thought I would I would uh, lay it on you, for those of you too lazy to look it up, like I like me. <laughs> I, I didn't look it up either. Somebody else did for me. Uh, they're they're known under aliases too, but I'll get into that. They were two soldiers of the Eleventh Legion. Not oh. the Thirteenth. Oh. Yeah. Already. Already right so there. So false. Yeah. Um of the 11th Legion of the Roman Army that were demobilized and then remobilized by Caesar Augustus. Caesar Augustus is the little blonde kid. He's yes, not Caesar yes. Augustus yet, but he will be. Mentioned in the personal writings of Julius Caesar. In other words, Julius Caesar himself wrote about these two dudes, and that's how they know. That's how, obviously, the producers of this series picked up their names and based their characters on the story that Julius Caesar relates about them. Ready for the story? I'm ready. Uh, Titus Polo and Lucius Varinus appeared in the the book De Bello Gallico, Book 5, Chapter 44, which was a book that Caesar wrote, apparently. The episode describes the two as centurions, both of them centurions, as opposed to one being a centurion and the other one being a grunt, approaching the first ranks, whatever that means, like getting ready for a promotion, who shared a bitter rivalry, as in they hated each other. All right, you ready? Polo charges the enemy, the, the Nervii. I'll, I had to, I'd never heard of them before, have you? I even had to look up how to say the name. It's N-E-R-V-I-I. I was saying it, in my head I was saying Nervi. E. No, it's Nervii. And you're asking, before I continue, who the hell are the Nervii? Who the hell are they? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Ancient people of Belgica, a.k.a. Gaul, in modern-day France, they revolted against the Romans and were crushed by Julius Caesar in 57 B.C. Their capital was Bagacum, the present-day Bavay, France. I don't know how else you would pronounce that word. I'm just moving right along. Okay. The name of their capital? I thought it was funny. Say it again. No, that's the name of... Uh, that's who they were fighting in this particular uh, event. So anyway... Polo charges the enemy, the Nervii, in the heat of battle. He casts his javelin at one of the enemy from a short distance, but is in turn pierced by a spear and surrounded by other Nervii who prevented him from drawing his sword. At that moment, his rival, Varinus, who had followed him from the fortifications, reaches the site of the melee and draws the enemy's attention away from Polo by engaging in hand-to-hand -hand combat with those assailing him. After slaying one of the enemy and driving back the rest, so apparently they were badasses, Varinus loses his footing on the irregular terrain. As the Nervii draw closer to him, Polo comes to the rescue, and after slaying many of their opponents, the two retreat to the fortifications amidst roaring applause from their comrades in arms. How do you like that? And Caesar recorded the event. So they were two actual badasses who lived, and uh, even though they hated each other, they were Romans and legionnaires. Strong. And they, and they came through for each other when it really mattered. He also might have been, there's a little uh, postscript here, he also may have been the same Titus Pulio, uh, a variation of his name, who during the Civil War betrayed the armies of Gaius Antonius to Pompey in, in Illyricum 
Illyricum, don't say that again twice, in 48 BC and later bravely defended Pompey's camp against Caesar's attack. Which is kind of backwards from uh, how they had it in the series. So there you go. How do you like that? There really were uh, these two dudes. And that, I don't know, that kind of makes me like it all the better. How about you? That yes. there really were some real badasses who ran out there and uh, and killed them. I didn't print up the whole thing about the Nervii, but apparently there were very uh, very barbaric, warlike people with no written language, um, no merchant class, no nothing. They just they just kind of they did the two Fs and eights. They ate, they fought, and they did the other thing that started with an F. And they fought the Romans and they lost, like most of them did. Until you know, and we don't want to go into that. Lead poisoning, Christianity, vandals, all of these things. 3 till 11 on All History Radio, 560 QAM. Wonderful WQAM, where the action is. on QAM doing a chain reaction to research over here. Saw a train spotting again over the weekend. It was actually on like Sunday morning or something like that. Nothing really? else on. What a weird thing to have going on a, on a morning. I don't know if you've noticed this on, on the cable. The R-rated stuff usually stops right at like 6. In other words, by 6 o'clock all the R-rated movies are over. I don't know if you ever noticed that. And then I don't know what the rule they use is. Is that Oh, Leanne's looking good. Leanne Rhymes? Is that right? On uh, the same channel, on the uh, the Murray Show. What, well, what channel normally passes as the Murray Show. This is the best way to enjoy Leon Rhymes with the uh, the volume off. Yeah, that's enough. Whoa. Yeah, told you. What's going on here? Uh, it's it's a hoedown, I think is what they're uh, they're called. She grew up and filled out kind of nicely. She's got uh, some decent legs. We've got some pictures over here of her in see-through tops. She's all right. You know, there's something about her I don't like, though. Her face? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and, and I'm, I, I, I don't have this opinion on all girls, but she's just a little, she's got that really pasty look that I don't oh, like. Oh, totally. But she's so pasty, she's like blue. Yeah. And I don't, you know, that, yeah, no, that's not like a picky thing with me. I just, uh, don't worry, I won't tell her. Cause it just I, comes I, out I wouldn't pick her. her out of bed or anything. Before we dispense completely with the Rome stuff, because it does tie in with the... Uh, with train spotting, I'm watching train spotting, and I'm actually doing the stories while watching train spotting. And I, I thought I'm going to watch it again this time with the subtitles on, because good God, yeah, good luck. <clears throat> and we've already gone through this whole thing. I love those kinds of movies, those low-down Cockney movies. This one happened to be Scottish. 
Yeah. You know, real thick, accented, just down and dirty. I could listen to that all day. Like Snatch is my personal favorite. Snatch is great, and also you saw the movie before that. That's very similar. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Practically the same cast. I did not. Without Brad Pitt. I did not. All right. Let me put it into context. Snatch is a better movie. All right? Okay. If this movie came before and was successful, and it was like... This started Guy Ritchie off on his on a like on a roll, a little craze. Okay, right. Um, Which I like. Almost, by the way, I all of the all of the same people are in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Snatch is kind of a more refined version of it, a little bit easier to understand, a little bit more of a coherent plot. You know, one what of I mean? my favorites, but of almost all time. the same kind of movie. You know, one of these movies that's just like a big circle jerk, all over around, the place, all yeah. over the place. You keep going from this guy to that guy. But uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is really rough and raw. Nice. Which is great. But the same guys in it, like that Bullet Tooth Tony guy and uh, Turk, all these people are in the same movie, and, and it's great. And I could watch those movies Boris all Boris the Blade. Right. <clears throat> I, I don't know if he's in it, but a lot of the same people. It's one for you to watch. If you like Snatch, you'll like this. It's um, a little bit more of a primitive version than that. But before we get into that, we've already already gone way beyond what I was wanting to talk about. Like those Scottish movies, like Train Spotting, just fine. I mean, it's not like an award-winning movie. I just like hearing people talk like that. And I also like Spud. Ewan Bremer is the guy's name. I just looked him up. I want to find mm-hmm. more movies with him in it. I think he was also in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. He might have been in Snatch, too. He's in all those kinds of movies. The one Spud, you know, he's got the really thick accent. He's all like these. Right. They all do. Uh, so I'm watching Train Spotting, half watching, half doing the stories, and um, I don't know if you remember anything about the characters in the movie. Remember the it's character? been a while. But remember the character Tommy who dies? They go to his funeral. He was the one that they stole his sex tape in the yes. beginning. Yes, okay. And he was the one that didn't do drugs. Okay. It's the scene where he's working out and you can't see his face, but he's talking. He's pumping iron and he's talking. Remember that at all? It's just early on. And and I'm like, something's ringing familiar about his voice. And I look up and I'm like, show his face, show his face. Something's real familiar about his voice. Even though he was speaking in a really thick Scottish kind of brogue, something was coming through. I'm like, show his face, show his face. And they showed his face and I thought, aha, it is. It was Kevin McKidd, a.k.a. Lucius Varinas. Is that right? That's right. Oh, yeah. And I, and I, and I said, honey, come here. You're not going to believe this. How about that? Who'd have thunk it? All right. So, like, it's not like these people are unheard of, except for the guy that plays Titus, uh, Titus Polo. The only thing that I was able to find on him, no bio, not on IMDb, not really? anywhere, no bio. I don't know how old he is, where he was born, how tall he is, because uh, apparently Lucius's character, you know, you see them walking around together, right? Right. And Titus is way taller than Lucius, right? Yeah. Well, uh, Kevin McKidd is six foot two. Really? So how tall could... He the other guy, the he Ray, should, uh, Ray Stevenson, I think his name is. There's nothing on him, but I did find a picture of him playing Jesus. A, a headshot of him as Jesus with the beard and the crown of thorns and blood trickling down his face. Titus Polo as Jesus. It was hysterical. I laughed for a good 30 seconds after seeing that. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that unrelated. If you saw Train Spotting, you know, uh, you know, Kevin McKidd. Good guy, good actor. And there's more. There's more. Well, I, I got while I got the page open here, there are two movies on the horizon. One is The Last Legion. It's a Roman movie, and he plays a Roman in the movie. And also Young Hannibal Behind the Mask, about the teenage Hannibal Lecter. He does not play Hannibal Lecter, but those are the two movies that he's done recently. And then all of the other stuff that he did, for the most part, was, uh, what do you call it? Like English productions, English TV, English things like that. Trainspotting was the first movie 
his first movie, just so you know. QAM, hello. 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 Yeah. Is this, uh... Yes, it is. Oh, okay. I was calling about a movie called Layer Cake. Layer Cake. Yes, it's a British film. Uh, Daniel uh, Daniel Craig, what's that guy? The new James Bond guy is this. Oh, I hate that guy. Oh, you do Daniel Craig? Well, I mean, I, you know what? I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. I just don't think he's James Bondish. Not that it matters, well, because anything that they did after after Sean Connery, I really didn't care about. Well, the reason I just brought that movie is Layer Cake is really a good movie. It's a British film. They try to be mainstream. It's about a drug dealer. He happens to be the drug dealer. I see. And um, it's a very good movie. All my friends who've seen it are like, dude, where'd you see it? I thought Gateway Theaters in Fort Lauderdale. Um, right. You've got to say another movie called It's Gone Pete Tong, if you like techno music. It's about a DJ called Frankie Wilde, and again, it's another British film. It's Gone what? It's Gone Pete Tong, or Gone Pete Tong. It's that like Cockney slang. Pete Tong? Yeah, Pete, P-E-T-E-T-O-N-G. Got it. Um, but try those two movies, Layer Cake and that, and you'll love them. Love all that stuff. Did you see 24-Hour Party People by any chance? I unfortunately have not. Well, add it to your list. It's about the uh, early new wave scene uh, that came out of Manchester, the post-punk and all of that, uh, et cetera, and so on. Very nice. All right. Thank you, George. Take care. No problem. Uh, we live to serve. QAM, hello. Happy New Year, George. I gotcha. It's Joe the Coffee Man. Hi, Joe the Coffee Man. I'm going to get some of the best beans. Just wanted to tell you, I hope you right. enjoy yours. Yeah, love that coffee. Thanks. Talk to you later. What? Did you enjoy your beans? Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a beaner. <laughs> a black beaner. I could charge for that. No response on the, uh, on the Ren and Negro or anybody else for that matter. I was hoping. In this town, everybody could make a killing. Also, uh, rent a fag. How's that? Get somebody real screaming. And now you have to be careful how you do this. What you want to do is you don't want to show up at the party with them, obviously. Right. You want to invite them to your party. Like if you're Give throwing them a party, time to show invite up. them over there. They could bring themselves and their significant other, even if it's their husband. Great. Now, I would say, you know, rent a lesbian, but they already have that. Is that right? That's, they're called strip clubs. Well, we need the company that has all of these things. We need to start it. Rent an ethnic or rent a... Ethnic isn't the right word. What's a more inclusive term to include the, the gays? Rent a minority. There you go. Rent a minority. And so no matter how bleached white your event is, you can spruce it up. As a matter of fact, we could run specials. Don't just have one ethnicity or minority present at your party. Order the package deal and, and have a, get a sampler. Yeah, we could combine like a black Cuban and a gay. There you go. That'd be great. You could... You could get all three in one unit, a black, gay, Cuban. What's a unit? You could get a black, gay, Cuban Jew. Rare? That guy makes a lot of money. Yeah, he goes to a lot of events. And if he's a communist also, even more. We'll have to do that when we start hiring people. If If you can play multiple roles, you know then you're worth more money. See if Lenny Kravitz is available. Because just think about it. Like, for example, uh, like Lenny Martez is black and Puerto Rican. He's a black Puerto Rican. Right. So he can serve dual roles. He gets to charge maybe not double, but like half again as much. That way he could let people touch his hair, his skin, and answer uh, how do you say this in Spanish, those kinds of questions. He could also answer, you know, what's Puerto Rican food? Because we don't know. Speaking of food, uh, I I could cry. 
as we wait for our food from Howie's about the food that's that's been left out here to rot. Well, you know the the rice to the left with with the little uh, looks like kielbasa in it. I'm thinking they're diving into that. Those are Spanish sausages. I I don't I don't trust it. It looks really good and it looks like a paella, which means seafood. I don't want to have seafood the day after. Uh, is that our food? Oh, thank you so much, Ken Mulder. We have no receptionist here today. Uh, thank you, Howie. We were just talking about that. How do you like that for a psychic connection, man? Say Howie's and they just show right up. Uh, I don't know how long that food's been there. Was it since Saturday? Oh, I doubt it. I'd hope I don't not. know. Jesus. They have wings. They have all kinds of things. And the, the pan is barely touched. The pan, let's call it paella. Okay. Just to be able to call it something. And those are like big Spanish sausages, which are just scrumptious, but I don't I don't trust them. And it's just been left there to rot. Like anybody whoever was here at the time could have taken that and, and taken it to a party and had a party with it. I wish I'd have known I'd have driven down here and gotten that. It's that's one of the hardest things to get is like a paella or a yellow rice dish with that much sausage. It's like every square inch has another sausage slice in it. And it's just been left there to rot. And if you're gonna go dive into it, um good luck to you. Tell me uh, you know tell me about it tomorrow. Tell me how it works out. 11.13 on All Paella Radio, 560 QAM. Now, a day in the life of three Baptists. Hey, fellas, let's do something. Yeah, I feel like doing something. Me too. How's about we go shopping like the Kmart? That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, let's go Kmart shopping. Wait a minute. What? We can't. Oh, I know. Well, because Kmart's doing a promotion on that there Hercules movie put out by Disney. All right. Hey, 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 I, I think I got it. What? Well, let's go see The Lost World, that Jurassic Dinosaur movie. Oh, that. Oh, that's a crap. Wait a minute. We can't. Why not? Because Jeff Goldblum's in that, and he used to date Laura Dern. Oh, can't go there. Well, there's always a baseball game. I like baseball. I do. Wait a minute. What? We can't. Why not? Because the only game on is the Yankee game. Yeah, so? The Steinbrenner didn't do nothing. Yeah, but they're playing the Angels. Disney can't do Well, hey, let's watch some TV. NBC's got third rock from the sun. NBC's all right. We can watch that. We can watch it. Yeah, Wait a minute. We can't. Why? Because third rock stars John Lithgow, who was in that Footloose movie with Kevin Bacon, who was in that Meryl Streep movie, The River Wild, and Meryl was in Silkwood with Cher and Kurt Russell, and Kurt was in The The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. Disney! We can't. Uh, well, hey, 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 look at here in the paper. Luke Perry signing autographs down at the record store. I like Luke Perry. Yeah. Yeah. We're We're going going to to Wait a minute. What? We can't. Why not? Because Luke was in the fifth element with Bruce Willis, who was in Die Hard 2 with John Amos from Good Times, who used to live next door to Calvin Klein. Oh. Yep. Oh, well. Looks like it's deliverance again. Boy, that just cuts off like that. I never used to cut off like that. What'd you do to it, Josh? Wee, wee. Boy, this is brutal today. I didn't know, number one, that Neil wasn't going to be doing a show, but uh, I also didn't know that it was a holiday. That's why the highway was all empty. Are you on VH1? I am. (laughs) I knew by the look on your face... Because uh, the look on your face was like a mirror. 
It was so good. should have been a mirror up here because all of a sudden they start showing Anna, Anna Kornikova. And Anna's ass and, that Right. Both our eyes melt. In honor of Vincent Chevelli and his death, both of our faces melted. Ugh. Oh, Enrique. You know how much better the studio looks? Look at... Oh. He's still staring at me from up there on that shelf, though. Yeah. Oh. We're, we'll work a on A little, that. Enrique? We'll, uh, we'll work on those little cutouts, too. In the in the days that come, so I was looking up the uh, Ewan Bremer, the guy that played Spud. Remember okay. Spud? Spud had that accident in bed. Remember, which always cracks me up because now <laughs> even more so because you know we try to get Neil to watch Train Spotting. Well, I didn't. I'm really careful about what I recommend for him. I'm not always right. Like I forgot completely, you know, his whole aversion to black skin. When I sent, I made him a copy of City of God and sent that up there. I thought, see, I was wrong. I thought it was just. Um, black Americans, black people, that he had no interest in uh, in watching. But these are Brazilians, so I thought that didn't count. These are Brazilians; they're just they're just black colored, right? Right. They're not black people. They're just don't black forget colored. about him talking about the good machine, man. Well, they're but yeah, but those are the Jamaicans, right? I, but I don't know if he's ever met a Brazilian, even. Besides, these are all shades of. Uh, I guess they're all kind of dark in the. Listen, movie. I told you, I need to see Magnolia because I ragged on right. him for not seeing City of God because of how good of a movie it is. Right. We'll we'll figure out a way to get Magnolia. I don't know where it is. I, I think I saw it on cable. I don't think okay. I actually got the DVD, but we'll find it. We'll get away. People have vase. Oh, speaking of V have vase, remind me to go back to you in here after this tangent. Okay. Remember the South Park story? The Catholic. I, I downloaded it, by the way, if you want it. Oh, I was just going to say, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I, I got somebody. I actually got it. a couple episodes. Okay. I got somebody that's got it and has already burnt me a DVD copy, so at least in here we're good. I see that you've already... And, you know, I'm a little offended. The MrTwig.net that the guy called yeah. lists every single episode. Uh, of every season, uh, from episode one all the way through nine, as uh, season, excuse me. And then what happens? Um, but you can't download all of them. You can only download certain ones. I see. Only in the last season. So if anybody else knows where I can, a good site to go to, because I Googled it and I found a bunch of crap. If anybody knows a real good site to download South Park episodes, let me know. Uh, did you check out LimeWire? People trade episodes of things on there all the time. I haven't, but I've okay. been sketchy with LimeWire lately. All right. I found out that that's what uh, gave me something on my computer. Okay, so... Well, that's because you downloaded something that you shouldn't have, right? No, it's uh, because when I signed on to LimeWire, I must have hit something or... Oh, that's what... Something got onto my computer right. from LimeWire. Always say no. Yes. All of the options, when you, whenever you install LimeWire, say no to everything. Do you want LimeWire to search your... And I always do. ...your library? No. But I must have done yeah, that want, somehow, right. and who knows. All right. So remember I was talking about Spud. He messed right. up that... Get back to Neil. Neil couldn't make it past the uh, the toilet. The toilet, scene. yeah. So he wasn't gonna get to the part which I thought was the funniest part in the movie, where Spud has his accident and he's had playing tug of war. Like, is that his mom? I I, I don't because I thought that was the girlfriend's house or something like that. But it's like she knows him. It's like his mom, and they're playing tug of war, and everybody's at the breakfast table, and they're playing tug of war, and Spud has the sheets all wrapped up because he um, he lost control. Yes, he did. And not bladder control either, although well, possibly that too. Yeah, maybe a little both. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. From where I was sitting, it looked like there was some blood involved maybe too. I don't know. It was pretty bad. And he had the uh, the bed linens all wrapped up in a bundle, and he's trying to get them to the wash. And Mom's like, no, give me that. And they're playing tug-of-war with the bundle of linen. And uh, she wins. 
and the linen goes flying everywhere, and the contents go flying all over everybody that's sitting at the breakfast table, table, probably having crumpets, right, or maybe some scones. And it goes all over uh, all of them, which was hysterical. But if Neil didn't get past the toilet episode, there's no way he was going to make it past that episode. But that was Spud. He's a funny guy. want to see him in other things. And what do you know? He was in Snatch. He was. He was. Yeah, he was. He was mullet. He's mullet? He's mullet. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's been in a, like, a long list of things. Way too many to read. Just stuff. All kinds of stuff. Julian Donkey Boy. Oh, yeah, he's been in a million Donkey stuff. Boy, yeah. It's just the whole thing. He was in Alien vs. Predator. He was in The Rundown. Right? There it is, right there, The Rundown. As, I know, as, yeah. Uh, Declan. Yeah. Uh, the Zero Sum, he was in Pearl Harbor, which I never saw. I did see it. Many people warned me not to see that. He was like... Uh, well, here's... here's. Yeah, go ahead. It, it had... It, had, uh, it could have been good. Because uh, I thought it was a movie about Pearl Harbor, not really a love story. Right. That's what everyone which said. What it, was. Like, you know, it was a love story, and then and the Pearl Harbor thing happened during the course yeah, of the movie. It just happened, like, you know... Right, that was just... Like, uh, Pearl Harbor wasn't a big happened. deal or anything. But he was in there as as uh, Captain Red Winkle. Oh, I'm sorry, Lieutenant Red Winkle. Okay. Just for those of you writing a book about Spud. QIM, hello. Okay, and that's it. That's all we're going to have today. The highway was empty. Yeah, which, well, no, which was good. See, here's what I, like, my complaint. Like, why don't we get our holidays straight? If the holidays are here, if this, this is a holiday, then there shouldn't be any school today. I got up early. The kid, you know, take the kid to school. No cars on the road. Everything's closed. This place, nobody's here. Everything's closed. Josh has to keep uh, going out to the front, and thank God for Ken Malden, or the Howie's guy. He might have just got tired of waiting out front and then left with our BLTs, which is the only thing between me and falling over right now. QAM, hello. Hello? Yeah. I, I heard on the new, the next room... They're gonna have a character, uh, Titus. Aye, 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 aye. Titus Rectimus. Looks like you busted his bubble, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I mean, <laughs> I mean, ha. Mo Howard. Yeah, like you knew what was coming guy. there, George. Yeah, yeah. Been doing this a while. You'll hear these people's voices in your sleep if you don't already. Hi. They're right there. Neil's the narrator. And then these people are like incidental characters. You know, like you get on the subway car. Hi! <laughs> you know, he's there in the background. Hitler. QAM, hello. Money Yes, you are. You're there with your fantasies. And that's it. That's all we're going to have on a holiday today. So what do you say we start playing the rack, Josh? We'll do this. We'll do our own request Monday. Because what's the point? I wrote a bunch of whole well, wait a stuff down here. Wait a minute. I say we take a break. We've got a nice long one. Okay, I had to good. stack some spots. And then we haven't gotten into our Rome trivia. We ha- No, well, I did. That's, that was the Rome trivia. Oh, that okay. Was about, uh, there was a real... Uh, oh, know, I real wasn't... Okay. In the, yeah, that's it. That I was thought, way more okay. Rome trivia than I wanted I'm to sorry, get into. I was confused, confused on what the Rome trivia was going to be. Well, I know. I, I, I couldn't get into the story that I told you off the air. Because it of involves course. it involves an object we can't even refer to. It's like, what phallus... What, because uh, that's what he calls it on the show. And the big phallus is from a swevy I took in... You know, the Rhineland. It's from a Swevy. It's from go. a Swevy, yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Know. You know, they had an empire in Spain for a while. The same region that my ancestors come from, but since uh, they had big phalluses, I know that none of my ancestors were Swevies. QIM, hello. Hi. Hi. QIM, hello. It's like, 
It's like summoning water from a rock, man. All you have to do is uh, strike it with your staff. 1127 on 560 WQAM. On Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. They were one of the biggest alternative bands of the 80s and 90s, despite the fact that their lead singer was dead the entire time. They were the cure. I don't care about you, it's private. I'm in love. Oh yeah, I've been dead since 1981. I was depressed at first, but I think I made it work for me. The cure's frontman, Robert Smith, was a ghoulish figure with pale white face and shocking Edward Scissorhands hair. Well, I mean, it's a bit of a drag. We went through a lot of personnel changes in the band, you know, with my having to gradually suck their brains out with a straw for nourishment. Sure, I could see that. Of course, this was the 80s. So as they had more and more of their brains sucked out, the music got better. Makes sense. Basically, I didn't want a little thing like being dead to get in the way of my main goal. Which was what? Writing its songs and banging lots of crumpet. That's necrophilia. Well, for them, yeah. Not for me. I was already dead. I never looked at it that way. Oh, sure. It ain't necrophilia if you're already dead. I mean, at worst, I'm guilty of what? Uh, alive-ophilia. Huh. You're pretty on top of it for a dead guy. And listen, mate. I am still the one, the only, the original walking corpse. Eat my smoke, Michael Jackson. The Cure. Hey, we would never have had those hot, slutty goth chicks without them. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Oh, he's right about those goth girls, anyway. You noticed that, right? Although I'm sure Robert Smith never had any. I don't think he, uh, you know, he goths that way. If you know what I mean. You know, a lot of that really got past me when I was young. No, no, you got a mouthful of food. Don't let that stop you. Okay. You know what I mean? All these people that were, like, really gay, it just kind of went right over my head, you know, like Elton John. Just kidding. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I can understand some people. No, I'm uh, I'm kidding about that one. So, I don't know if uh, you saw any of the year review shows. This is, like, old information. This is all the stuff that was leading up to it. Some of this stuff was uh, not bad. Everyone was getting into this whole year review stuff, including last week, Angela Ray. And I forgot to talk about this. Like, the whole week apparently took a poll about male fantasies. I'm, I'm burping also. I can tell. And it was great. I wasn't about to stop. I was going to pass out. I was hungry. So Angela Ray took a poll about the number one male fantasy. Yeah. You're not going to guess what won. See, if I gave you a million guesses, you would guess wrong. I know you're a male and you have fantasies. You would think that if I gave you a million guesses, that you would guess the right one, right? Yeah. A million's a lot. I'll tell you what it is right now, and then you'll have to admit. No, you'll have you'll you'll say no, George. You're right. In a million guesses, I wouldn't have said now, that. Now, now, when you say fantasy, does that include what you want to do with a woman, or just a fantasy? See, already no. you're not even in the ballpark. You're not even in the same planet. I'm just asking. No. Okay. Are you ready? I'll tell you. Number one male fantasy, according to the people that responded to Angela Ray's uh, poll on the news, the news show that she does there in the morning. Okay. Peace on Earth. I'm sorry. I wrote it down exactly. Ending world hunger. I think the question was wrong. Um, I'll tell you two and three also, just so that you know that, okay. that there was a pulse out there. Number two is to be a sports star. That kind of inspired the poll for today. What kind of a star do you want to be? 
Okay. And number three was to have a supermodel for a wife. Okay. Okay. See, at least two and three are sense. Sounds like some guys answered the questions, and that sounds like an answer to the question to end world hunger. Again, seems fake to me though. So, in a million votes, would you have said that? No. End world hunger. No. Well, that's not a fantasy. Guy, but that something I would one. like for it to happen. Yeah. Right. But even if even if we phrased it that way, name. You got three wishes. And that wouldn't be in the first hundred of your three wishes. If I gave you a hundred wishes, maybe that would be what number fifty-seven. It would be in there oh, somewhere. Oh yeah. Sure. If you hey, gave by the way, do this. Yeah. If you gave me ten wishes, if I gave you three, world hunger wouldn't be one of them. No. They had this guy Sorry. on 60 Minutes last night, okay. the immortality guy, talking about how, in theory, it will be possible to perpetually extend life, you know, indefinitely. Is that right? Yeah. I don't like that guy. Well, I mean, we would all like to have our lives, uh, you know, go on forever, but let's face it, the planet requires a turnover. Yes, it does. I mean, already we got more people than we ought to right now. I don't think uh, a shortage of people is a problem on this planet, right? As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. It's the cause of most of our problems, maybe all of our problems. Yes. Is the amount of people that we have. Well, people. All of our problems are, are people-related, right? I mean, I know we got the tsunamis, but let's face it, if there weren't any people getting in the way of the tsunami or the earthquakes, it wouldn't be a problem, would it? No. Right. I mean, the animals aren't complaining. Well, maybe to each other. I just thought that was funny. Angela Ray continues to be... Uh, Funny. Also, in the year review, they were showing once again the story about uh, your favorite subject, J Lo and Mark Anthony. <laughs> I- I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. I I don't know. There's a room somewhere where they they come up with what is going to be important to us. And what a 180 they did. Remember the whole Benefer stuff and how every little event, right down to the seating chart for their wedding, was a matter of public knowledge. We go from that to. The wedding that's so secret that we're not even going to admit that it took place. Meaning Mark Anthony Anthony and J-Lo. They asked him, they showed a clip of Mark Anthony performing on the the Today Show or something. Is that the one with Matt Lauer and Katie Couric? The Today Show? I I don't know the difference. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's pretend that that's what it is. And Matt is asking, uh, you know, Mark Anthony, so, like, did you guys get married or, or what? No comment. No comment. I'm here to sing. Like, why would you not admit to getting married? I mean, I know why I wouldn't want to. Why I wouldn't want to. Or like maybe you're at a bar and you're trying to pick up some girls, so you want to lie about being married. But do you know what I mean? Like, I know that yeah. if, somebody, if I was doing an interview somewhere and somebody asked me about my, my wedding or my marriage and I said no comment, my wife would have something to say about it when I got home. It's like, what, are you embarrassed of me? Are you embarrassed to say that you're married to me? What's going on here? So what is that a farce? Which is what a lot of people are thinking. Not that we really care. Yeah, I mean, I don't care, but um, who knows? I, uh, yeah. It, look, if it's real, it's not going to last. So, you know, by my count, uh, J-Lo goes through uh, husbands. Yeah. You know, well, I, I don't know if... Wait, I, that's right. She like was married, I go through a gym membership. married to that Chris so, guy, right? Yeah. yeah. And then wasn't Affleck and her were together? They, they were together, but they weren't married. That was right. just that big... Okay. Benefer, they're going to get married. They're going to get married, and uh, it made everybody want to puke. And rightly so, because we really don't care. And the, the paparazzi follows them around, and somebody stole the video, you know, and they had to sue and get it back. And, and what? What's the big cover-up all about? 
I, I just I just don't understand that. I'll never understand that. Uh, no, and we don't want to. Did you see any of the new? I guess it was the first episode, both um, Celebrity Fit Club this time around, followed by the, I don't even know what it's called, Flavor Flav has another show. Oh, I, by the way, I saw previews for that. I got to watch uh, that. I watched it. I watched it last night. Was it good? I don't know what the real name is. I have an operative name, like a, a name that I use for reference in my head. Okay. Um, the Whore Contest. Well, that's Flavor what Flav's I, horror I saw a preview for it last night, and I said, listen, right. honestly, the winner is because I, something I can't say on the air. Who's the biggest hooch? Yeah, that works. The the hoe down. Which hoe can get down lower than the other hoes? Here is a cast of the skankiest trash you ever saw outside of Club Rolex. Hey, but they'll All give right. Flav us some Flav. They're catting and clawing and scratching all over each other for this guy who's got, what, like five kids already that we know of? He ain't taking care of any of them. He's broke. You know he's broke. Well, look, here's the preview for right here. With these girls and each girl tries to prove to Flav that they should be his, uh, lady. Oh, we have some token whiteies in here, too. Oh, Flavor of Love. There you go. Thanks. Thank God for that. Save the Flavor. There's no place like Celebrity Alley. Only on VH1. Now, now, don't get me wrong. We like Flavor. He cracks us up. Yes. Nothing, you know, but, like, I don't, like, if I shook hands with him, I would want to go use this hand wash over here because he's been around. You know what I mean? Yeah, boy. He's been around. I, yeah, boy. I don't want to shake hands with him and then go pick up some finger food. I would want to wash my hands afterwards. With all due respect, applause and kudos to all of your accomplishments, Flava, and I would love to party with Flava, but, I mean, talk about rolling in the mud. You know what I mean? And that's what that show is. It's him rolling in the mud, and they're the mud. Nasty, skanky, trashy, every one of them is a freaking flake. Like, the, the only, co I've, you know, I've seen maybe three girls in the previews yeah. look like prostitutes to me. Right, straight up. Stripper types, nasty, yeah. like, homemade tattoos, jailhouse oh. tats on their hands and, you know, other parts, all kinds of, like, like, Luther Campbell would see that lineup and turn it down. All right? He That's would say, tough. yo, Flava, what are you bringing to my party? It's just, I don't understand it. And here's another thing I don't understand. Oh, I didn't understand the him and Bridget show, how they got a show. Me neither. Because normally, well, they're not big enough celebrities. See, you could have a show like that if they're good looking. Like if the girl is good looking. Like, for example, the Barkers. All right? Not huge celebrities, either one of them, but she's hot, so therefore, good enough. Listen, right? I'll, I watch it. They could be even less famous. She's a Playboy model. He's the drummer from Blink, right? Yes. So that's not, you know, famous enough, but she's hot. We don't care how minor their celebrity statuses. But Bridget Nielsen, now, she used to look good a long time ago. Yeah, a very long time Beverly ago. Hills Cop Days. Right. Which was just on. So I knew that. Sonia and all that stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, not bad, but boy, those cigarettes and that, the hard drinking, the hard living, and the hard smoking took their toll on her face. She's got those lips that look like the zombie. She looks like the mummy. Her lips are all dried up. She looks like the mummy. Okay. But the good news is Celebrity Fit Club 
ought to be entertaining. Catch up. They just showed the first episode. Two good things about this show. First of all, Kelly LeBrock. What a sad story that is. Kelly LeBrock, weird science, woman in red. Oh. British accent. Yeah. Melts my butter. God. Just what a babe. And now she's fat. But really? There's good and bad news about her fat. Um, the good news is her body's still, you know, she could lose like 20 pounds. Wait, but her Kelly LeBrock, she was like really hot, right? Really incredibly hot, off the charts hot. And she's fat? Fat. She, you know, had that marriage to Steven Seagal. Maybe that did it to her. Right? You know, maybe they, they got fat together because, you know, he porked up. Oh, yeah. Big time. But then she uh, she moved out into the to the wilderness uh, out west somewhere and raising horses and eating like one. Wow. Yeah. But here's the bad news. The good news is her body still maintains its basic shape, right? The bad news is most of the fat went to her face, Oof. which was her best feature. Now her nose looks like Carl Malden's nose. It's like a big old nose, like a fist, her nose. Her cheeks are all swollen up, like right around her eyes and everything. It looks like... It looks like she had a bad allergy to something, like like a bee stung her, and her her face all puffed That's up tough. like a bad allergy was. QAM, hello. Why, why, it's, I'm so late for the break rambling on, which is, by the way, I deserve an award today. We both do. For Four. just prattling on with no calls. At yeah, what point are we going to start playing wall-to-wall bits? I don't know. I'll, I'll dispense to one. with uh, my stuff here. i got a little bit to say about Spygate, maybe about the way that news media is portraying it. And then, yeah, 12 to 1, all bit sour. Why the hell should we break a sweat? Right on. 14 till 12 on 560 QAM. Hey, Moharity. With this week installment of... Now see here. <laughs> now see here. Pants are essential to a man's attire. Now, I, I, I got all kinds of things in my pants. Martians, dingleberries. Who knows what I'll find in there next? You know, many things have been said about my pants. I may not be wearing any now, but that's only cause in a flurry of excitement. I sold them. Bit more for pants. Fred Moitz or James Coco? Come on. And another thing. Who bid more for hygiene? Summer's Eve or Mr. Whipple? And I think you know the answer to that one. <laughs> and while I'm on the subject of sports, who bid more for the Dolphins offense? Slow-mo Rosenthal or Mr. Kitzel? Then let me give you something else to put in your pink pipe to smoke. Who did more for Glade Mist bathroom spray? Jorge Fagador Rodriguez or uh, Brian Dennehy? Huh? Damn man. You know where uh, you can insert the sound effects here. If Joyce would only die. Wait, where do you think you're going? You can't go nowhere. I'm not the... You know, I didn't audition that first, obviously. But that's all right. Got a whole bunch of bits that uh, we've never heard before. That's how we're going to entertain ourselves today. What do you think? Okay. By uh, auditioning bits that we've never, ever heard. I didn't even know they were there. Thank you, Boca Brian. What a gem. 303 votes on the poll right now. What do you want to be famous for? I don't want to be famous. 81. Could you have predicted that? I thought it would do well. I even thought that it might win, but not by that much. I mean, more than double. What's in second place? Second place being, I hate this poll, of course. Music, 30. Adult entertainment, 24. Writing, 24. Adult entertainment. Now, we keep going through that. The guys want to be porn stars in the uh, in the audience, right? 
Yeah. And we've um, talked about that. You've had a conversation. You even know more about it than I do because you've actually talked to some people in the industry about the prospect because here's a good-looking guy that there's no problem that people wouldn't want to pay you to have sex with women. And you thought for about five minutes there that it would be a good idea. And then what happened? Well, there's a, there's a, lot, there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> oh, yeah? Um, basically, Please share. If you can, uh, you know, it's not just if you're, you know, able or you got a big going on down there. If uh-huh, you're able right. to do it in, about, in front of about yeah, 40 people. Hung, hung like a swevy. If you can do it in front of about 40 people walking around, waiting right. for you to hurry up and do it. Uh-huh. And well, that would uh, be a first in my life, waiting, me, and waiting for somebody to hurry like, up. It's not like on kids, not straight. It's, it's position, break, right. position, break, position, right. break, which is talent. Okay. A lot of things on cue. Yeah, no There's question. There's a lot of talent. No question. And deciding when to go. Right. It's talent. Command. And uh, and then, but the real the real drawback for me was uh, for a male, uh, to be in the male side of the industry. Right. The only way to be really successful mm-hmm. is to do uh, gay stuff. There you go. Yeah. So I'm all set. Yeah. Thanks, so. Now, even before I knew that, and I kind of suspected it because, you know, I used to hang out with Al Goldstein, a lot of people there. They know all about the industry. Some of them are in the industry. They talk a lot. And they would say that all the time. Like, yeah, the, there's rare is the male porn star who is only doing heterosexual films. We get that perception because... We ain't watching too many gay films, now are we? Right. To see the guy, it's like, hey, I know this dude from that straight porno I was just watching the other day. <laughs> right. You know, when you're sitting around with your friends watching all that gay porn that you want? Yeah, all the You time. know, it's like oh, all of a sudden somebody will say, hey, don't I know this guy from Debbie Does Dallas and from Rome and Train Spotting? Isn't that the same dude? That's him. Yeah. So it doesn't come up a lot, so you just don't realize how, um, how around these guys get. Right. And how well arounded you have to be. And don't, George, remember, they're not gay. They're gay for pay. Uh, gay for pay. I, un- I understand that. Right. That's way milder. That's at least half as gay as, uh, as the regular guy who doesn't get paid to be gay. Now, with, uh, you know, Viagra notwithstanding, what kind of an actor do you have to be? <laughs> if you can pretend, guess what? You're gay. Exactly. <laughs> How about that? Trust me. Yeah, no, I don't have to trust you. So, but it always works out this way on the poll. Anytime that the subject comes up, all these guys, they want to be studly-ass porn stars, which doesn't make any sense to me that that would be, now, now music is in the lead, and then adult entertainment. Now, see, that's right, at least the music part being in the lead. See, What's not the these guys think, these, these poor, naive schlubs, think you know they see a porno they want to be that guy they want to be that guy having sex with those women they don't realize what you just told them first of all and second of all that if they're a rock star they are that guy yes and then some not only is that guy the rock star having sex with all of those women but women who look way better who aren't porn stars or who would you rather have no right A, a hot looking woman who has not had sex with ron jeremy or a hot-looking woman who has. She let me think. Had Ron Jeremy decorate her. Right? Festoon her. Spody on her. Know what I mean? Yes. And that's why, the vandal. that's why the whole porn star thing, you know, it's like the idea of it is way better to me than the reality of it. You know, how about somebody... Who looks like that but doesn't have those nails? Look, porn has isn't all bleached out. 
porn has its purpose. Right. Everybody watches like, it. Like disco. Like dance music. Correct. It, it has a function. It, it, right. <laughs> right. But it's it's an illusion. It's just an illusion. I don't really want to touch those people. Icky. Icky poo. QAM, hello. Hello. QAM, hello. We're late for the break. But, All right. Can we uh, yeah. QAM, hello. There's just him. That's all we got. And I never did get into my whole uh, Spygate stuff and how they're portraying it on the news. This is great. But I like it better we can actually hear what they're going, you know, what like the food they're ordering when they go through the drive-thru. Conversations they might be having in the background. 2 till 12, 560 QAM. <laughs>
to the Gay Square Dance. Got a great big zipper in the back of my pants. Get off my horse at the old barn door. Got my saddle turned around. I'm a riding on the horn. Look inside, folks are dancing all around. There goes Johnny in his mother's nightgown. All a man left and all a man right. All a man needs is a pillow to bite. Give your partner a silly smirk. All join hands for a big circle jerk. Volunteers, all raise your hand. Who's going to be the next pivot man? Invite your partner home for a drink. Lick your lips and give him a wink with a great big smile and a great big nod. Let him know your gerbils be clogged. We're having a ball in the gay nineties. Everybody is happy and gay. Don't you know what I love? some of the greatest names in show business is proud as a pigeon to introduce the gay community to a very special fellow. In fact, he's a real doll. It's Gay Ken. Just pull his string and he'll make you sing. Bend me over and use me like a habit trail. He's toiled in the shadow of that fish Barbie for 25 years. And now he's out. Paddle me like a canoe on the Delaware River. Hi, this is Harvey Firestone. You know, after a long night spanking biker boys at Purgatory or chasing around the extras at Lacage, I can't wait to go home and play with Ken. Let's redecorate Barbie's funhouse using lots of mauve and dry flowers. Coming soon, it's G.I. Jojo with Kung Fu Grip. Pull his string and he'll sing show tunes just like Judy Garland. Oh, the gay men's softball league is coming, so join in the fun. You'll be the pitcher and I'll be the catcher, begging for rule number one. Come sit on the bench, I'll give you a pinch. We'll wait for the umpire's call. Then I'll kiss you on the strikes if you will kiss me on the balls. All right, folks, we got a real nail-biter going here tonight. Pat McGroin steps into the box, and he has been struggling. That's right, Bob. You know he prefers them high and tight, but uh, so far he's been taking everything up the middle, so he's gotten himself into a real hole. And here's the pitch. Oh, he tried to jam it in the gap, but came away with a foul tip instead. If you go 
go to the game and softball game. Here's advice that I promise is sound. Remember your glove and do cover your bats when approaching the pitcher's mound. Come sit on the bench, I'll give you a pinch. We'll wait for the umpire's call. Then I'll kiss you on the stripes and you will kiss me on the ball. Late. If you or a woman you know is about to get married, you need to ask yourself, do I really know that my boyfriend isn't gay? There's nothing more embarrassing than being asked about your fiancé by friends and family only to have to reply, We're no longer together. He was a homosexual. The professionals here at Gaydar Investigations specialize in discovering the secrets your man may be keeping in the closet. Hi, my name is Bradley, and I'm one of the private dicks, so to speak, here at Gaydar Investigations. Give me five minutes alone with your man, and I'll be able to tell you if your marriage will include love, happiness, and security, or if it will entail lies, cheating, and a one-way ticket to San Francisco. How can you not give us a call, ladies? Don't get stuck on the road to love when your partner decides to take a detour down the Hershey Highway. Call Gator Investigations today. Yeah, yeah, indeed it is. Uh, Boca Brian wrote in the little chat box over here, hey, it's a gay block. Yes, it is. Kind of like in Fort Lauderdale right around sunrise in US-1. More than one block there. That's where the Gayway Theater is. Good theater. Lots of literature you can pick up on the way out there. Well, there's lesbian stuff in there, too. That's what I hear. Yeah. Do you hear it? That's it's not a bad theater. You go there to see some, like we saw the aristocrats there. The Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop movie took my daughter over there. Alternative kind of things. Things that are in limited release. That's where they release them limitedly. Keep going down on US-1. You got the Copa. Did you say going down on US-1? You got the Copa? Is that what you said? Yeah, so US-1 has a lot of... Uh, yeah. Good thing I live south of there because I always go up US-1 if I'm going to that area. Well, good for you. <laughs> you live north of there, so you go down. All right? I won't, but we'll meet in the middle. You go down, I'll go up. <laughs> you hit him high, I'll hit him low. Oh, brutal. We're going to jail. Uh, oh, I almost forgot to mention that Celebrity uh, Fat Club. Lots of celebrities that you might uh, recognize. Bizarre from D12 is one of the uh, the fat guys really? on there the, with the big belly, the oh, big yeah. tattooed belly on there. Young MC, bust a move. He's, got, he's fat. Uh, yeah, remember they were showing his old pictures, and I forgot all about that because I wasn't, uh, you know, all... Do you have that? Up to date, bust a move, yeah. I'll uh, get See, it. See, I have all this stuff on my computer, but you know how that goes. Well, I got the... <laughs> yeah, it's not here. I well, got, I couldn't play it anyway. No, I gotta change the settings over here. I'm not, I'm not in library view. You know how that goes. But they were showing his old promo shots, and I never paid any attention. It was just some song on the radio that I would hear at that time. But apparently he was all buffed up, and he was talking on the show how uh, he was actually hurting himself doing that. He was on a water deprivation diet to look all cut the way that he does. Oof. Yeah. So after he had. That hit, right? That was his only hit. He was a one-hit wonder that way. Apparently, he's still performing, but that's just that was his only, yeah, primetime hit. Now I'm gonna. Sorry, young MC. I'm gonna type Busta in here. I'm gonna get all kinds of stuff. I don't have it. I have Busta Rhymes. Oh, do you think it's Bust a move? Yeah, it is. Please excuse me. That ain't here either. Wow. Wow. Now, that's supposed to be till 2000, is that right? Let me try it under MC. Young MC. Right, but it'll all come up in here on the search thing. Okay. I don't have it. Hmm. And I thought I did. Oh, wait. I spoke too soon. Here we go. For all of you that are just scratching Everybody knows what this is. It's just, well, he's fat now. Well. And there's some other uh, 
people on there uh, writing them. Oh, I almost forgot. Yeah, I did write it down. Jeff Conaway. You don't remember him from Taxi. Bad movies. He was in Greece. Not sure I remember. It makes you want to move, doesn't it? Right out the door. Uh, anyway, people my age know who Jeff Conaway was. He was one of the guys on Taxi, and he was in Greece, and he's been in a whole bunch of shows. He did some B movies, some of those Tanya Roberts uh, skin movies or something like that. I forget what what he did, but apparently he's just, he's a pill-popping fool right there on the show, and the wife and I were talking, because with the first word out of his mouth, it's like, pills, he's on something right now, right now he's on something, and they were showing previews of shows to come, and indeed, he's showing up completely wasted, and has a meltdown, and yells, and cusses, and walks off the show. They were showing the preview that. Last season's Gary Busey. Yeah, but but Gary, I think, made it through to the end, if I'm not mistaken. And Gary, let's just say this about Gary. Besides all of the chemicals and the booze that he's ingested, he was had that bad accident. Gary's got brain injury. He hurt his head, and it shows. Jeff Conaway, he was just he was slurring from the very first episode. No excuse for that. He's a pill-popping fool like Rush. So uh, good luck to you, Jeff, but it's going to be funny to watch you melt down. 12.13 on 560 QAM. You know, there ain't nobody with more credibility than me to endorse products for good health. That's why I say you ought to take anesthesia by the handful. It'll make you healthy and youthful like me. And it's recommended by the late Lawanda Page. Anesthesia tastes good, too. Sweet like sugar, like candy. I wear it on my sleeve. It makes me feel like a kid again. <laughs> Just pop a few of these babies and you won't need no anti-orcobiotics. <laughs> so take it from me, Larry King. Fire as vitamins go, they don't come any better than anesthesia. <laughs> Twelve eighteen on QAM. We got the Capital One Bowl coming up at one o'clock. Wisconsin and Auburn. Jim Manage after the game. Hurricanes warm up at seven. The Sacred Heart Pioneers at the Hurricanes at seven thirty. Ed Kaplan after that game around uh, nine thirty or so. Now, how come all these lines were ringing when we were playing that gay block over there? Maybe the gay and crowd then, was listening. Like now that I'm in the mood to talk. Well, not really, but I'm going to pretend to be. No, nobody's calling up. See, that's how it's working today. I understand it's a holiday, but you know, pick one. Either participate or don't. Obviously, they've chosen don't. You know how easy it is? Well, you know. But they don't. How easy it is to load multiple cuts up on this DCS. It's just scroll, scroll, enter, man. Scroll, enter. scroll, enter. And then fire them all off. And they track one into another. And we can just kind of run around and, uh, you know, go through people's desks here in the building. Well, there's one of those. Or there's two of those calls that you were asking for. Right. You think they're going to be... Uh, Cranks no. or something? Definitely. Well, I, don't worry. I got something loaded up. I can We can fire off a block right away. And looking for that young MC tune, I found something else that I, I didn't even know I had in there. How do you like that? Sweet. QAM, hello. As a matter of fact, more accurately, it would be sweet. I can't do a, an Eric Cartman. Sweet. Yeah. QAM, hello. 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 Yeah. George. Caller. How you doing? How you doing? Okay, you're talking about TV shows. Um, sure, I whatever. A, I, was, I was watching A&E the other day, and 
I love the, the the first 48 hours. I mean, that's one of the best TV shows mm-hmm. right now on TV. Um, but there's another show coming up called Roller Girls. Roller uh, Girl or Roller Girls? Girls. As in plural, as in girls with mini skirts rolling around in uh, yeah. inline uh, skates, beating each other up. Uh, they want to fight. They hate each other, but they look really good. All yeah, right. Just, A&E. Just, it's on A&E. A&E. They were, they were promoting uh, a lot of it. Oh, uh, this is, yes, oh, so this is the show that's on right now, like a series? It's oh, gonna, it's I think it's going to next week. Right up my alley. Well, you know what? I hope, I hope it's better than, like, when I saw the promos for, uh, what's that other show with the Gotti uh, daughter? Oh, 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 the throwing up Gotti. Oh. When, I saw, when I saw the promo first before watching the show, I thought, great idea, you know? Yeah. But then I watched the tour, and uh, I, I changed my opinion. I mean, it just changed my opinion. All right, no, I'll check out the uh, the Roller Girls. But, yeah, that oh, Gotti horrible. show is brutal. I hope something horrible happens to all of them. Oh, but they all look good, my God. No, man, not the I'll... Roller Girls. I'm talking about the Gotties, the whole freaking Oh, the Gotti, oh, screw them all. They, they I hope they the all fishes. get whacked, because they oh, are they whacked. With the, with the fishes. All right. All right, Jorge, take it easy. Take it easy. QAM, hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hello. Hey, man. It's a good George, please. You are. You're on right now. Hey, George. How you doing? No, no, nothing. Doing fine. Hey, um, I've been calling all morning, and you're saying there was no calls? There were no calls. Most of the phones have been, you know, acting like 50%. Oh, weird. You must have, you guys have a short or something. You're on right now. Hey, you guys are talking about... I have uh, a short, but I can tell you a short what. <coughs> Everybody knows. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you're talking about um, people wanting to be in the uh, porn stars. I, I don't know if you're... Are you familiar with MySpace? Yeah. There is a Neil Rogers group, which I joined, and there's a girl on there named Sandy. Okay. Smoking, smoking hot girl. Yeah. And that's what she says she wants to do for her occupation. Porn? Yep. How about that? You should check it out. It's worth, right. it's worth a look. Now. And also, you know, get some of people to join that group, you know, so we can have a, you know, nice little group going. It's only like well, five or six people. The, the first incarnation of the Neil Rogers uh, website... Uh, there was a little uh, form on there that we put on there, uh-huh. and, and we took it off because uh, I would say 99.9% of the discussion had nothing to do with Neil, the show, or me. It was all these people having slap fights with each other, oh, and, yeah. and the kind of people that we're talking about are the you know, the kind of people that crank us continuously, like you know, like the Rons and the I, 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 and the yeah. Gilberts of the world. They were all on there like like somebody opened up a clubhouse for the the, the worst dregs that listen to this show, and they dominated it completely with uh, with their slap fighting and their infighting. Oh, that's then. Uh, there should be moderators to you know get. Well, yeah, budget. but that would have taken effort. You know how we hate that. Yeah, uh, that's that's true too. Right, but I'll check but, it out. Oh, check absolutely. Out check her out. She is smoking. All right, Sandy. All right. Hey, Sandy. How would you like a brush with greatness? QAM, hello. It would I'm be a brush. QAM, hello. Hello. Hey, hold it for George, man. You, you know you're not. You're on the air right now. Oh, George, how you doing, man? Right. Long time uh, listener. Well, good. Hey, I uh, just had a quick question, man. I love that skit you guys play about uh, Jack Nicholson, you know, who put the freak in... Um, who yeah, put the, the, the Jack in the Box, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's older hey. than Jack Nicholson. <laughs> well, I was wondering, how can I get that? Because I go on uh, neilrogers.com almost every day. Uh, oh, well, well we, don't, we don't have it on there. We stopped uh, putting effort into the website, except for news stories. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you can get it. I, I should put it on there. How's that? Oh, thanks Just a lot, man. Something that, like, I want to get rid of and don't ever want to play a request for ever again, I'll uh, stick it right on there. QIM, hello. Hey, Eric, George. remind me to upload Jack in the Box. Right. Happy New Year, George. Happy, How you doing? Happy New Year. Uh, you forgot the most important thing that happened this weekend. 
It's all about the you, baby. You know, I did forget. And that's why we need people like that to remind us about the important things in life, Josh. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello. George. Yeah. Jimmy here. I didn't know you were talking about your blackie. QAM, hello. Jorito. Demon Ming. Man, growing up, Gotti, man, that's like the Gastineau girls. It's like... Oh, at least, at least one of the Gastineau girls looks good. There's nothing to watch. There's nothing to see on, uh, on Growing Up Gotti that doesn't make you just want to kill those people. No, you got these punky kids that right. act like With little... their spiky hair. Yeah. I, I, would, I would pay uh, my, everything that's in my 401k. It isn't a lot, but my life savings, if, if I could watch them be uh, killed, preferably slowly, but I'll take, <laughs> I'll take anything, like beaten with a spiky bat, something. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's just... Three bratty right. kids that had a silver spoon in their mouth. Right. As far as and the Gastineau girls go, yeah, they're whores. It's a show about whores and how to be whores, but one of them looks good. The mom. And the only claim to fame they have is that their father is spending time at life in jail. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, forget it. So when is Roller Girls coming on? I, I don't know. <laughs> I will check my local listings. You think that might be like... That was the problem. Like, I like the concept of roller derby, you know, and I like that movie Rollerball, the old one, not the new one. Right. Um, but whenever I would see the old uh, roller derby shows, there were all these these just real thick, thick around the middle, dikey looking men, women. Yeah. So yeah. is it true about uh, Kelly LeBrock? She's gotten. Yeah, she chunked up, and and it's sad because it all went to her face. Her face oh. looks like she had a bad allergic reaction. Oh Lord. Yeah. That's what Steven Seagal will do for you. I'm telling you. Take it easy, all my right. friend. Bye bye. QAM, hello. George. Uh-huh. Hey, it's Danny. How you doing? Happy hey, New Danny. Year. Long time no talk. What's up? Listen, Kansas City Bomber was the name of the movie with Raquel Welch. That was okay. all about the roller derby. Yeah, but real derby. roller derby girls didn't look like that. At least I never no. saw any that did. No, I used to watch the roller derby when I was a kid in Connecticut. Listen, i got to ask you something. And there was another one. Wasn't it like All the Marbles or something like that? Another I, roller, roller derby, female roller derby movie. I don't recall that. Kevin McCarthy was in uh, with Raquel Welch with that. But anyway, when all the stuff finally goes down to QAM, I want you to make a New Year's resolution. If and when stuff goes down to QAM, that you and Neil will talk about whatever you can talk about so we can finally get the insight. <laughs> I mean, a I know lot of, you A lot of stuff will have to go down before we're able to talk. It's, it's above and beyond just the restrictions that this company puts on us, you know. Oh, no, no, I understand that, but I mean, just, you know, you hear all the stuff about, you know, the sales department and this and that. That's what you were saying and, uh, on the poll here. They sell Listen, if we, if we like wrote that. a book, no one would believe it. They would swear it was fiction. I, I know. That, that's what we, I got a buddy of mine. We were going to write a book about the history of spring break, and we said nobody would believe it. Nope. All the stuff about the button in the elbow room. All right, George, have a good New Year. I'll talk Take to you later. Take it easy. Have Bye-bye. several. 1227, 560, QAM. program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. French fries, Eskimo pies, all eyes on my thighs. This I realize I can't stop. I'm addicted to food. Shoving jelly donuts down with macaroons. Drake cake, tasty cake, color bar. Stromboli, macaroni, chocolate, mallow, Mars, and ringdings. Potato lockers, too. I need another pizza. I'm a big balloon. I grew another chin and I can't see my shoes. Yeah.
Famous for being fat, because uh, some people that's their claim to fame, like that uh, Bruce Valanch guy. See, the Celebrity Fit Club just started the uh, the new season, so if you haven't uh, caught it from the beginning, now's your chance. I assume this is the repeat. Yeah, this is they're just showing up. Now look at there's Kelly, and she's got her makeup on. Uh, oh, oh, it's depressing. You missed it. They just did a close up on her face. Well, I have good news. Yeah. Uh, Roller Girls season premiere. Yeah. Tonight at tonight. 10. Excellent. Hey, honey, we're watching Roller Girls tonight. Thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, and I, I think this is right up our alley, too. Yeah. I mean, we can appreciate the roller skating. Some of us, uh, There's you know, some talent, too. Like to do it and or watch it. Yeah, you've seen it. Some uh, good-looking people. Yeah. Okay. But in the meantime, we'll turn it on VH1 right now. Here's the, the premiere. I got it. Of Celebrity uh, Fit Club. By the way, I'm, I'm a little offended at Kelly LeBrock right now. Yeah. Got to shut us down. But you know what? I will say this in all fairness. First of all, she has a boyfriend who likes her all plump. So we have him as an obstacle. We've got to get around him before we can get to her. And then once we get to her, we have vase to make her lose calories, all right? Because it's not like she got Kirstie Alley fat, no. right? She's still in proportion. In other words, her hips are still wider than her gut. So we can work with that. We can chase her around, right? Now, who, like, is this, who is this lesbian on the show? Chastity Bono. Who is that? Oh, I'm sorry. You're young. You've heard of Sonny and Cher. I have their daughter. Oh, those are, some of us when oh. we were when we were yeah. Ooh, look at that! It's a man, baby. A man, baby. Exactly. That's Jeff Conaway, the guy that eventually will flip out. You might have seen him before. Those of us who were children remember sitting on the living room carpet watching the Sonny and Cher show, which was not a bad show. And every once in a while, they would bring little Chastity out as a baby, as a toddler, as a little girl. They would bring her out, and she would say something precocious. There he is. They're showing the uh, the Jeff Conaway. There he is on Taxi. Uh, who knew that he was such a pill-pop and fool? Hell, who knew about, uh, about Rush, except for Wilma? So the sad thing is, and, and then I never heard of this person before, uh, Countess Vaughn, the little black chick on there, she's like a little Kim clone. She looks just like little Kim. Matter of fact, if you stood them, she's also 4'11", because isn't little Kim, like, really lil? She ain't no 4'11", but she's little. 
she might be. She might be a tiny little thing. And this this girl over here, I, I, I guess I've seen her face before, but I don't watch UPN as much as I suppose I should. Maybe, I, you know, if I rent a Negro, I can watch, you know, have somebody sit and watch UPN with Playing me. Explain the jokes all the to you, shows maybe. and all the jokes to me. It's like, I don't get that. I don't get that weave joke right there. Explain that to me. Oh, I forgot. He was on Babylon 5, too. He, he made all the rounds. He, he's got no excuse. I have no sympathy for people who, are, who have somewhat of a career and, you know, they, they fall victim to chemicals. You know? Happens, though. I, I know it all happens. The time. And, and you're a sad, pathetic uh, case. So, so there you go. Watch it from the beginning. Kelly, I'm, I'm rooting for it. I have selfish reasons. The fantasies that I, and, and by the way, my, my Kelly LeBrock fantasies are already engraved in my head. You know what I mean? You know that scene I mean, she from the woman gorgeous. in red? Gorgeous. You saw Weird Science. Did you see Woman in Red? That's the one where she shows her pubes. I don't think so. Well, add it to the list. Here's all you need to know about it. She shows her pubes. Now, here's my question. The yeah. black girl who you're just talking about was like 4'11"? Countess Vaughn, yeah. Is that the girl who had a baby, uh, had a baby with Kevin Federline? No. Oh. But I can see how you would say that. No, that's Char Some Jackson, okay. I think. How, man, I know more about these people than I ever... Look see how it went to her face, went to her neck, went to her face. And speaking of neck, this Bruce Valanche, who I understand, I'm told by him mostly, that he's a comedy writer. The fat, pasty, doughy guy with the little Dutch boy haircut. He, he looks very molesty. He's been on, on the Hollywood Squares. He looks very molesty. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Mole- like, yeah, like, like a molester? Like he's a molester. Yeah, he does. Now, I'm told by him, mostly, that he's a comedy writer. If anybody knows anything funny that he ever wrote, I'd like to know about it. Because every time that I've ever seen him, either on Hollywood Squares or on just guest appearances somewhere, he just seems to be a really silly, lispy queen. Like, that's it. He's one of these people, he's cracking jokes constantly, and they're all not funny, like every one of the jokes. And he's always trying. You know what I mean? Like, you know that guy at the party? That's not good. Trying hard Mm -hmm. and failing hard. QAM, hello. Hello. You got a call? Well, there was one there. Oh. And they hung up right when I went to it. That's fine. It buys me some time to talk about this story really quickly. You might have seen it on the news. You might have seen it on the news. 17-year-old got shot at the New Year's Eve party. I read it, yeah. Saw that story. Saw Gave it. me an opportunity to lecture the daughter. Not suggesting that anyone lecture their children. They're not going to tell anyone how to parent. But this is always presents an opportunity for me to talk to my children about the evolutionary checkpoints that nature sets up in your life to weed out the stupid from the not-so-stupid. Okay? Mm-hmm. For example... You're at a party, and you're in an argument, and somebody pulls a, tells you to leave, all right? You should leave. Just go, your pad, just go, right? Just walk away. Now, two punks, two 17-year-old punks arguing at a party, told to leave. They don't leave. They start getting belligerent with the person who's telling them to leave. Who's, what, 49, by the way? Who's 49? Yeah. At that point, I have no sympathy for either of the two punks. You were told to leave someplace you weren't wanted because your belligerent, loud-ass punks, uncouth jits, don't know how to behave in public. So, right there. Anything that happens beyond that point, I have no sympathy for you. All right? The only sad part about this story is only one of the punks got shot in the head and killed. Now, here's evolutionary checkpoint 1A. It gets a little bit further. The guy who's telling you to leave now pulls a gun and points it at you. And insists that you leave. All right? Now, from your grave, you can argue who's right and who's wrong. Okay? And maybe from your grave, maybe as you're strumming your harp with your angel wings, 
Maybe the fact that you were right and within your rights to stay at that party is a consolation to you and your family members that you didn't leave when someone point, pointed a gun at you and told you to leave. Everybody who saw the story knows what happened. They, they, these guys were arguing with each other. They're told to leave by the 49-year-old adult dude. I got their names and everything right here if you want me to read it. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter. They didn't leave. They start. They both stop arguing with each other and start arguing with that guy. All right? One of them, the, the guy goes to hit one of the guys in the head. Apparently did. And when he did, the gun went off and shot the other kid in the head. He gets hauled off for manslaughter. One get, kid gets hauled off to the morgue. You know, like, the, uh, like that song. One goes to the morgue, the other to jail. Right? Yeah. Evolution at work. And so the lecture that I always share with my daughter during times like this is, uh, you know, because I'm not a gun nut or, or nutted out by guns either way, grew up all around them, they're all around. There's a way to be around guns. And unfortunately, here in the, in the big city, people are idiots with guns. I can't imagine anyone, no matter how hostile the situation got anywhere else that I've been, pulling a gun, even though we all owned several. You understand? There were times when people were looking for me to beat the crap out of me, and I was a fully armed fool, and I wouldn't think of pulling a gun out, and neither would they have thought of pulling a gun out to get me. It just never, that never came up. But here in this town, apparently it happens all the time. Somebody gets shot while quote-unquote cleaning their gun and all that stuff. So the tip that I share with my daughter, not to say that this is what you should say to your children, you parent your own way, I'm just going to tell you what I do. And I tell my daughter, you know, you're at a party and an argument happens, starts happening, leave. Because that's the end of the party. Right there. Right? Yeah. It doesn't matter whether the guns get involved or not. An argument gets ha happens, eventually the fists will start flying, somebody's going to get a busted face, the cops are going to wind up showing up there. Whether or not you had anything to do with the initial conflict, you're probably going to get hauled off, I'm going to have to come bail you out. Something. If there's an argument at the party, people's loud voices, anger, just leave. What is it? Just walk away. If a gun should make an appearance at a party or any other social event where you are, young lady, when the gun appears, you disappear. Just like that. You call your friends from down the block as you're walking and continuing to walk away to a bus stop or a cab stand or wherever it is. You call your friends at the party and tell them that you have left the party. That's the order of it. You don't go look for your friends who are at the party to tell them that you are going to leave. As soon as you see the gun, you disappear like a wisp of smoke. As soon as the gun comes out, you're at somebody's house with some friends. Hey, look at my gun. You don't stop to say, no, I don't want to see your gun. You call them after you've left the premises and say, no, thank you. I would not like to see your gun. And if you're at a party and somebody pulls a gun, no matter where it is, how far away from you, or whether or not it has anything to do with you, once you have left out the side window, out the back door, in the complete opposite direction where you see the gun at, you call your friends and say, I have left the party. And I will not be coming back to the party. Meet me at the Denny's over here on the corner. Something like that. What, what do you think about that? little teenage tip there for, for children. Good I think it's smart. Better? All right. Well, Safe. there you go. That's my lecture. Just thought this news story presents, besides taking one punk out of circulation, right, and some irresponsible adult with a gun, taking two people out of circulation, making South Florida a, a safer, better place to live, gives you the opportunity to lecture your child not with a hypothetical situation, but with a see-here-what-can-happen-honey kind of a situation. 16-1 on All Gun Safety, WQAM. Yeah. 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 
knows how bad I feel. I wrote me a children's book. Ain't gonna do that little girl no good. He shot in the face. Can't read it now. Well, you think that's why they done fried me like a slab of bacon? You get, you get, now you get, you get, you know uh, what I done for gangster rap? What Charlie Manson done for the Beatles? He said, sounds good. Oh, but uh, none of them had a mansion in Nutley. Uh, maybe I could put out a line of rap along children's books. I don't think so. Well, why not? Because Duke, Duke, now you be dead. Duke, Duke. Oh, is that thing over already? I still got this cough drop in my mouth. Normally I uh, take precautions. Duke, did you like that? I, th- I found it highly offensive. Don't forget, short show today, not short enough, if you ask me. We have the Capital One Bowl at 1 o'clock. Wisconsin and Auburn, Jim Mandich after the game. Hurricanes warm up at 7 o'clock. Sacred Heart Pioneers at the Miami Hurricanes at 7.30. Ed Kaplan, whenever that game ends. I can't wait for the uh, the further episodes of this Fit Club thing. The part See, this that I guy's like, not really a fat guy. Who? This guy up here who is in Conaway? No, he's just out of shape. See, that's why... Let me get this call. Mm. Like, guys like Bizarre, I just yeah, laugh, really. you know? I mean, you can't help it. And some of these people like him, he's already diabetic. They were talking about it on the show. This uh, Bruce Valanche, the uh, the unfunny gay guy. Really pasty, the one that looks like the molester. Oh, he, he, could. he could. He could play that role. Uh, he's already diabetic with high blood pressure and, and, and all of these things. And I guess you just, uh, see, look, he's got a big old gut, but that's about it. He's just out of shape. Like, Gary Busey wasn't really fat when he was on this show. He was just out of shape. Speaking of out of shape, good luck to you uh, old people with this new um, Medicare thing. I don't want to get into it because even I don't understand it. You realize that there are 47 different plans that they have to figure out which one is right for them? And for the people that don't know what it's all about, it's because this has been handed over to the private sector. And Medicaid cannot negotiate with the private vendors for the drugs anymore. So they make out like bandits yet again. That's what this is all about, this this new Republican medical program, drug program for the seniors. Again, is all in favor of the drug companies to allow them to charge whatever the hell they want. And Medicare and Medicaid can't even negotiate the price. That's why there are 47 different plans. QAM, hello. Hello. Uh, George. Yeah. Uh, sage advice you had about your daughter. Okay. And uh, I'm a long-time listener. I'm living in Colorado Springs now. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, and you live in a place where they probably have a lot of guns. And I wouldn't be so wiggy about the gun thing if we lived in uh, in places like that. Uh, I mean, Colorado you, you Springs is a, lot of a suburb other, uh, of Denver, isn't it? Here, man, uh, uh, mental trips with the religious uh, right wing. Yeah, that's true. But, but I mean, I, I grew up and everybody theater. had guns just laying around all over the place, but the attitude was completely different. No, uh, everyone took them seriously. They, do, they weren't, like, used as toys or as props the way people use them here. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, but, uh, look here, Josh. Look, there's a little chastity, uh, age three on the show. Go ahead, sir. Sorry. Anyways, uh, a long time ago when I lived in Miami, uh, I used to uh, get in arguments with friends of mine about... Uh, you know, if you got pulled over by the cops and uh, the law and, oh, they, they can't do this and they can't do that. And I used to laugh at these guys saying, man, <laughs> I know. on the spot, that guy is the law, and I don't right. care what the book you says. You can argue about who's right and who's uh, wrong. You can argue all the way to jail. You can argue all the way while you're getting, you know, butt-raped by your cellmate. You can, you can take your righteous indignity all the way through the system with you. 
Uh, I loved what you said about uh, you can argue it from the grave. Yeah, well, because you know that's exactly what was coming out of these punks' mouths. Oh, oh you God. don't have the right to tell me where to go. I can be here if I want to be. Bang, you know. Calling the dead. herd. All right, now you're right and you're dead. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I used to tell my friends. And I said, hey, see, see what happened? Now you got arrested. Uh-huh. Now you're going to pay for bond. Now you got to get a lawyer. Right. Now you got to go to court. Yeah, you Unbelievable. Can beat the rap, but you can't beat the ride. Yeah, exactly. Hey, keep it up. All right. Have a good one. I'll uh, keep it down. QAM, hello. Didn't we already hear from you today? All right. I guess you can't be too tired of that. Now, these are all long breaks since we had to climb, uh, you know, cluster them all together. Uh, you know, not too long. Now, by the way, this might be an unattractive scene, seeing Fat Chastity in the swimming pool with all these girls, but remember this. Those are all lesbians in that pool in that hot tub with her. That makes it a much more attractive Hey, scene. and the other two aren't bad there. The other two were not bad, even though they had the lesbians hats. That's fine. It's fine. That's cool. And then, you know what? They hate us. And you know what else? That's fine, too. We don't. Your hatred of us and our plumbing does not diminish our love for you. How's that? For the lesbians. We hate you know men, I mean? too. Right, exactly. We're there with you. We're the, aren't we the exactly. same? Aren't we the same? We are. They, men are disgusting, foul, filthy pieces of trash, and we can't agree more. Right? We, we feel it. We know it. We, we, we uh, what is it? Admit it. Yeah. Right? We can confirm it. I apologize for my plumbing and all of the things that go along with it. And that does not diminish how special we feel about you. The warm, fuzzy feelings that we have for the lesbians, even the really, really dykey ones. Correct. Uh, we don't like the really dykey ones as much as we like the lipstick lesbians, but we'll take you all as a unit. How's that? Stop. Everyone come to the party together. Works. All right. Six tilt one on all lesbian radio five sixty QAM. Well, I'm a That it? There are certain things wiretaps. Now, by the way, anytime you hear the United States government talking about wiretap, it requires, a wiretap requires a court order. Right. Nothing has changed, by the I, way. Really? When we're talking about chasing down terrorists, we're talking about getting a court order before we do so. Good idea. It's important for our fellow citizens to understand. When you think Patriot Act, constitutional guarantees are in place when it comes to doing what is necessary to protect our homeland because we value the Constitution. Hey. This is the Nitty Gritty Group and version of the Foggy Mountain Breakdown. Sports Radio 560, WQAM. 